Yeah, either Greedy Williams or Drew Lock. I'm fine with. I'm scared. <laughs> All right, pick is in, but still waiting. They're announcing it for me. All right, you don't have. Well, just get to the Thought, pick. I don't. Thoughts think. and prayers to Tyler. All right. Oh my god! No, I knew they were gonna do that. <laughs> what they do? They did an <laughs> offensive tackle. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Bro, I swear, to fucking god, Elway. Why does nobody want this guy right now? They picked Dalton Reisner. Yo, I don't even know who this dude is. <laughs> Christ. Right. He played for Kansas State. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Position rank five over rank 46. I mean, they need offensive tackles, too. But how do you pass on Drew Locke? Oh, are you watching on the NFL Network or on ESPN? ESPN. Fucking douchebag, man. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, they made a trade. Wait a second. What? They just, they just, they made a trade. They got another pick. They, yeah, they just traded up. They took. They um, just, oh, so what? Oh, it's happening! It's happening! They just traded for the next pick. This, this has to be Drew Locke. It, it can, it can be nobody else but him. They just, they're, they're gonna trade up to draft Drew Locke. That, that has to be. That, there's no other reason to trade up for the pick right after. Yeah, they, they, they just traded, uh, traded with the Bengals. You know what's crazy, too? Like, they have the 10th, and since they traded back yesterday, they have the 20th. So, like, if Greedy Williams fell to there, they got Locke and Williams, I might orgasm. Okay, dude. I, I mean, I'm Locke like, is locked in. Tyler, I'm just going to say the guy that they picked from uh, Kansas State, like, they're playing the highlights of him. Like, I know when, you, like, when you're bringing out highlights for a guy, like, you, like yeah. you only show, like, you know, the good stuff. But, like, he actually looks, like, really good. Like, he just pushed a guy all the way from the line of scrimmage to like the sidelines. I mean, like I Where said, I mean, we him? need we need uh, like we need offensive tackles too. So, but like I said, y- y- with this pick, they they can't go anywhere <laughs> but lock if you trade for that pick. They've Yo, got I, to. I'm gonna. They don't. Denver is officially in the quarterback do. market. Like he don't even have to play this year. Like we got Flacco, but let him sit and learn. And learn, bro. I, oh God, this. Sorry for the okay. sorry for the extra delay. So, uh, so cool. no. So the the twentieth pick got traded to the Bengals. So they only have this pick <clears throat> in this round. I, I was I was like I was wondering why Ian Rappaport was talking about a trade that like didn't happen. Yeah, the pick is the pick is in early, boys. This God, this has to be. Please, fucking God. I'm shitting bricks over here. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, honestly, though, <laughs> I will say this. If they don't go lock here, I want them to suck so bad next year that they get, like, a top five pick and either get um, Justin Herbert or Tua. Tank for Hughes. Tank for Tua. I like that better. That round. It goes better. Tank for Tua. Tank for Tua, yeah. I actually like that better. <laughs> or or be bad 
not next year, but the year after and get Trevor Lawrence first overall. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure like somebody in the comp, the, the, Twitter mentions for the Broncos said like literally that they're going to I'm pretty sure they said that exact guy they were going to pick over Locke uh, like that Reisner guy which is funny because it actually happened I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure somebody said that I can't I just can't wait for them to not take Locke yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, I would even be fine with Williams, I, but you don't trade for the next pick if you don't take the best available. Best available quarterback at this point. He's, I mean, he's the best available overall, either too. With a team that has a quarterback, dude. Need. Miles Sanders is still available. How's he not been drafted? He's a running back. You can pick him off the street. Exactly. Well, yeah, but that that Penn, that Penn State offense though is. Can he run a decent forty? Yep, down the street. Okay, he's drafted. <laughs> I know, but I expect him to be taken like somewhere right now. There's three. There's three guys I would be okay with the Broncos picking: Locke, Greedy Williams, or DK Metcalf. So not um, uh, the name I'm forgetting, the other quarterback, Finley. Yeah, not with Locke there. They're showing Locke. This has to. Uh. <laughs> they got Drew Locke. They got Drew Locke. Oh, did they? Nice. Yep. Nice, nice, nice. Congratulations, you got Locke. Wow, what a good way to draft there, buddy. Sweet. And they're sending sending out the talker again. There we go. <laughs> All right. We got the uh Joe Flacco uh the piece for after him. <laughs> Everybody and welcome back to the Come Play Podcast. After our hiatus, we are back. It's me, Bobby, and Brendy, uh, and we will be joined by our man Zach later for some NHL talk. But we are back, like I said, after the hiatus, and we have a lot to talk about today. A lot going on. So say yes, what's up, do. guys, and uh, it, it's nice to be back, isn't it? It's very good to be back. What's I missed hearing your uh, hearing your uh, countdown. Yeah, I mean, it was it had to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had a lot going on. Um, a lot of life events got in the way for for most of us here. Uh, but finally back. I think I can speak for all of us. We're excited to be back. Uh, can't wait to talk some sports. Can't wait to talk some video games. We got a lot today. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I will say I think uh, 
this time of year. I would say between mid-March and the beginning of June. So you got like the start of March Madness to the end to the end of the NBA and NHL playoffs. There's a lot happening. Yep. Um, so that's kind of what's happening here. I'm already going to predict, uh, expect a lot of uh, longer episodes, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, we already go long, so, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, also, uh, we are recording this on uh, April 26th, and the second round of the draft is on, and we are watching that, so there will probably be uh, some chatter with that as well. The Broncos pick just came up, and pretty happy about that. But let's get into our uh, quick picks. Um, and we will go down, uh, and like I said, we will have Zach on a little bit later, uh, in the show to talk about the NHL and the craziness of the first round of the, uh, the, uh, playoffs there. Uh, so let's start out with some video games. The only, well, actually we have two topics, um, video games this week. Um, but, uh, MW4, uh, some rumors released, uh, basically all signs pointing to MW4 for the next Call of Duty game. Uh, which I'm pretty stoked about because the the Modern Warfare series is easily my favorite series. Uh, no. Actually, I shouldn't say easily. Black Ops is close. <laughs> no, Black, Black Ops is is top for me. I don't know. I lo- I mean, you all you already know MW2 is my favorite game. Like my favorite game, and MW3 is really good too. And obviously the original, but um, MW3 when that game first came out, like I was not a fan of um, for the longest time because. That game had so many problems, so many bugs, and like just way too many like imbalances. But it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't until like kind of later in the cycle, like uh, like maybe like you know May, like maybe like that's the summer before the next Call of Duty came out, where like I actually started really enjoying it. I will say I might have a little bit of bias toward MW, like the Modern Warfare series, because like I feel like that's the games I played the most. Um, like I have a friend, uh, who that was his favorite game and we would literally stay up all night till the goddamn sun came up, uh, <laughs> playing, uh, MW3 and GTA four. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always been a fan of the Modern Warfare series. Well, um, like you, said, man, respect. Yeah. Absolute respect. Yeah. Can we, can we real quick talk about, uh, all the hints? Uh, sorry, real quick, by the way, the, I'm pretty sure the Patriots just moved up in the draft. So. They did. Yes, they absolutely did. So Bobby has something to look forward to there. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I've always had this thing with Modern Warfare, but sorry, I continue what you're going to say. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Oh, can we just talk about for a second, uh, all the hints that have dropped so far in regards to, uh, cause I think they're pretty funny. Yeah. Um, looking at the, uh, the um oh my god i'm sorry everybody my dog just decided to break down my door he's coming on in <laughs> uh anyway um yeah so reading uh from um the GameSpot article um yeah it looks like uh you know there was a lot of hints throughout the year um that that kind of went toward this and and now it looks like the reveal uh, the reveal is usually sometime soon, isn't it? I think it isn't it like early spring. Yeah, it'll or... be it'll be early around this time. But um, it's funny because you get uh, Robert Bowling, who used to be um, uh, the head of um, uh, Infinity Ward, uh, even saying that uh, he he's he's heard some insider stuff that it's definitely going to be my one for four. Um, but I think my favorite is so uh, an article from Eurogamer uh, that came out 
and uh, the were the first four words for the article about the event they were looking at. It says Modern Warfare Four. Like mm-hmm. it's really, it was really funny. And then the big thing was this um, uh, private test event with some football players. I, I don't even know who was there, but um, you couldn't see what was on the screen. I but... sorry, okay, but I'm pretty sure it was um like NFL NFL draft to bees. Like because uh, I know. Oh. Uh, Devin Bush, who got selected by the Steelers, went to Michigan, um, put something on his Instagram about like playing the new Call of Duty. Yeah. So and so you hear somebody someone like slow down a video that was taken and you, you hear the words kill streaks and modern warfare. You don't hear four. So I don't know. It, it's really strange. A lot of heavy rumors. And there was like a, a graphic that came out. I think I retweeted it on Twitter or at least linked it somewhere uh, that. Uh, it might have been a leaked graphic for what Modern Warfare 4 is going to look like, the logo and everything. So heavily rumored. Um, I'm excited for it, personally. Uh, it's been a while, so I'm excited to see what they do next with the series. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, you know, we. I actually, you know, I was thinking that Black Ops 4 would be the next game I got to, into, and I never actually got it this year. But mm-hmm. if, the MW, if the MW4 is the game that comes out, I'd definitely get into that. And... Uh, you know, I will. I, I, I just want to say really quick, um, and this is kind of my fault. Uh, none of us have really had much of a chance to play Black Ops 4. No. Um, and that's uh, part of that is also because um, because not not all of our friends have it because uh, I decided to, you know, try it on PC this year, thinking that everyone else is going to join me. Um <laughs> But I, I will say, um, I I think for the most part, I've I've learned my lesson, and I might switch I might switch back to console and with Modern Warfare Four. You know, hopefully I mean, we can all get it. I, I probably mean, the thing, console the thing for me, like it wasn't even that. It was like, like you think about it now. Like, I mean, I can't even remember like the last time I heard anything about Black Ops Four or like like a YouTube video like from the people that used to, you know, put out all the uh, the old. COD videos, like, I don't even remember any of them releasing anything, like, recently. Like, I just yeah. haven't even... Like, you know, Blackout was, like, the whole thing. Like, that lasted for a little bit, and then, um, but, yeah. Well, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. Call of Duty YouTube has been dead for years. So... yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, what... Who's the most notable Call of Duty YouTuber right now? Like, probably Narrow T-Martin? Cinema? T-Martin? Well, T-Martin... Uh, well, he, well, he does, like, a variety of content. I was thinking, yeah. of, Nar- I was thinking of Narrow. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's it's not even about YouTube anymore. It's the, the streamers. Like, everybody was playing Blackout in the beginning. They might still be, you know... Uh, even they, even Ninja was playing Blackout for a while. And they got, like, you know, Dr. Disrespect was playing. Shroud was playing. Uh, I don't think Summit played much. But, yeah, you know, t- two of the bigger Twitch guys. So, But YouTube's been dead since the rise of Twitch in regards to gaming content. So, right. Um, so you don't really see that much anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but I mean, ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, Modern Warfare Four can kind of uh, bring a little spark needed. Because I, I will say, like, I definitely did want another Modern Warfare game. Yeah, um, it, it's some something to really look forward to. I think maybe able to kind of bring some of the fans back. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, it uh, all points to good signs. Yeah, I'm excited. Bring back Spec Ops. Come on, <laughs> so, you know you want I mean, to. You know you want to. 
that would be something. You you but know you know you want to, and I'm also hearing about an NW2 remaster along with this too. But I'm not getting that about would that make yet. Me so erect. Uh, uh, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. I mean, look, what remastered NW2? Yeah, uh, I mean, look, we got we got we got the backwards compatibility, which I'm fine with. Um, but a remaster would explode on YouTube. Well, you know, it would it probably would... just it would probably be campaign only. I mean, we talked about this earlier. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, which, and you're, know, and you're right, but goddamn, they they better change their mind. If it's if it's campaign only, then as it's good probably as the, not going to do well. As good as, as the good game, as, yeah. Look, as good as the NW two campaign was, that's not what made it famous. Trust me. By right. the way, I don't I don't want to be doing this whole uh, the whole podcast, but I just want to say since it was the Patriots, the Patriots traded yeah. up and got a quarterback cornerback with the last name Williams, but it was not Greedy yeah, Williams. Corner. 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 Uh, yeah, and the Browns traded up too. Joe, jo- Joe Juwan Williams. So there you go. From Vanderbilt. Uh, from Vanderbilt. So <laughs> why not? Jesus, six four. That's just crazy to me, though. Like how much greedy Williams has fallen. Um, yep. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that would be the one thing. Like, I'd be very disappointed if MW two did come back and it was only campaign. But like, I could. I mean, that is a very there's a very good chance of that happening, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, I mean, for for this game, like I said, I mean, I, I had there, you know, there wasn't a, a Modern Warfare game that I didn't like. Um, I enjoyed them all, so yeah, I, you know, I'm very, I would be very happy. Um, but uh, I I would go as far as to say that Call of Duty Four, which was the first Modern Warfare installation, really put Call of Duty on the map in terms of content creation and then everything else like that's where optic always talks about where they got their start and everything right. else i mean mw2 was the explosion but i think cod4 definitely got everything going like it was like the stepping stone and then world of war with nazi zombies but definitely the first model for insulation i mean the first three call of duty seem i mean i never played them but they seem decent enough they just weren't I, they weren't that special quite yet I, i'm glad you brought that up bobby because i just want to say like back in the day when um yeah, like Zach had an Xbox 360, um, like back when they when they first came out, mm. uh, and one of the first games he ever got was Call of Duty Two. Yeah, um, and and all literally all we would do is like I would go to his house and we would split screen into like just one v one, and of course like that that's where the whole you know screen cheating or screen screen peeking thing uh, began. Yeah, uh, but the game the gameplay is like really interesting because like you can't really customize your classes like no yeah it, it, you basically just pick from like five or six different classes there's no kill streaks and you cannot sprint oh. uh so you're just walking around like like we were like hard scoping and like you know camping like trying not like trying not to uh and the maps are like really small as well like unsurprisingly because you can't sprint yeah um, yeah i mean i would hope so yeah, but like the, there, there was this one map. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a comparison. Uh, kind of think of it as like, uh, like cracked from Black Ops One, <laughs> where there's like two, there's like two different sides, and like there's like a giant hill in the middle. Yeah. Uh, and a, a lot of times, like me and Zach would like just try to see how far away we could like no scope each other before one of us eventually <laughs> died. Yeah. And that, um, like that was the shit. Right? And of course, you you put health on like ten percent, so there's no hit markers. Mm-hmm. So I I will say I apologize if you already said this already because like I said I am watching the draft as well but Robert Bowling uh, put out uh, a reply to somebody on Twitter, um so <laughs> yeah. 
So the guy's at was, I don't know how to say this, Chuelolo, I don't know, uh, C-H-U-Y-Y-L-O <laughs> tweeted out that I'll shit myself if it's Modern mm-hmm. Warfare. Uh, and Robert Bowling tweeted back, you better buy some brown pants. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I mentioned it briefly, but I didn't mention what the tweet was. Okay, yeah. So, so. Um, yeah, looks, uh, all signs pointing to that and that would uh which is fine by me yeah i was gonna say that'd be nice i'd be mm-hmm. all for that um yep. and then moving on uh to the other video game related topic um uh, the madden 20 uh cover star was announced and it is the mvp uh patrick mahomes so it is uh it's interesting every year with the madden covers because um, you know, you always have this Madden curse thing, and every year it's oh Madden curse this, Madden curse that. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes obviously had uh, incredible, incredible year. Uh, and there you go. By the way, Greedy Williams just got drafted by the Browns and moved up to get him. So the Browns <laughs> making absolute moves. That'll be the last time. Hopefully, I talk about the draft until we get to that part. But, um, but yeah. Uh, so you know they announced this, but I mean. I, in my opinion, again, from a GameSpot article I'm reading this from, uh, there is bigger things to talk about here. Uh, with uh, with some uh, things centered around the uh, basically career mode, for lack of a better word, because I think it's called franchise mode, but, um, you know, being able to actually... Uh, excuse me. Jesus, I can't think. Being able to actually control one person... Um, is doing a revamp, which is nice because it's kind of been a de- like I get Madden almost every year, if not every year, and it's kind of been dead. Like it's very plain Jane, like very bland. Um, so one of the things that was announced is that uh, you will be able to choose a quarterback. Um, for this mode, and if you choose a quarterback, you'll be able to choose from ten different colleges. Hmm. Uh, I will go through them very quickly because um. You know, it is worth noting with the uh, the whole thing with the the ban on college football. Um, but we have uh, Texas, o- uh, Oregon, Oklahoma, Clemson, Florida, LSU, Miami, Texas Tech, USC, and Florida State being the ten teams you can choose no from. Fucking Michigan, this is bullshit. Yeah, um, a lot of southern uh, teams there, um, but SEC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, here's the catch to this. This all sounds fine. I mean, 10 teams, not that much. But, you know, still being able to play, uh, except that it says dominate the college football playoff, which the college football playoff is a maximum of two games. Um, so a little bit uh, <laughs> little bit uh, sad there. And I was pissed off because I was telling the guys, like, I see this article, and it's like Madden 20 confirmed with cover star release date, college football mode. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is about to be groundbreaking. and. No. <laughs> Can you imagine um, the, the they they bring back college football games? Can you imagine like the crowd, the band, like all those animations, like dude, in modern graphics now, dude? Like, I'm not be nuts. I'm not kidding when I say this. I would pay three hundred dollars per game for a college basketball and college football game. Don't like, give I'm, them the idea. You remember you're talking to the NCAA. I, I'm yo. I would. I I um have NCAA 16, which was the last game that got released. I thankfully have that, but like literally last year, I bought um college basketball. I think it's like I want to say 12. It has Blake Griffin on the cover. 
Uh, and like imported the rosters uh, from like last year and played. And I mean, it's cool and all, but like a modern game would be awesome. D- Tyler, do you remember when we were we were out shopping when you were in Georgia, and I found a copy of NCAA March Madness 04 with Carmelo Anthony on the cover? Yeah. Yeah. I was so close to buying it. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, I mean, obviously, like vendors are putting the price up because there's no games left like you know that game came out in 2012 i paid i think 45 dollars for it but i was like i don't care like i just want <laughs> like i like i will i love college sports and like i would just love to have those games again but yeah i mean so continuing along continuing on with this uh for the the be a pro mode uh it says so after college football playoff impress the scouts uh, and it has a combine logo, so it looks like there'd be a combine, which is kind of cool. Um, and then it says the draft, which has been there, prove where you belong on the field, obviously playing. And then one thing that's minor, but could be a big deal, uh, it says play in the Pro Bowl. And for anybody who hasn't played, you know, the uh, the Madden series, it actually used to be in the game where you could play the Pro Bowl. But since it's EA, they take good things out of the game. Um <laughs> Uh, but now it's back, so that, that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just a little thing there. Um, Patrick Mahomes, uh, even though he's a chief and a division rival, uh, it's hard not to like that guy after what he did last year. So uh, nice to see him on the cover. But will that will that Madden curse uh, come back to bite him? Do you guys believe in that? By the way, like, do you believe in the Madden curse or is it just like some bullshit? I mean, it, um, it, it really depends. It. I, I was about to say, like, I feel like it almost. Like, I feel like sometimes, like, it skips years because, like, I mean, yeah, like, Tom Brady was on the cover. Nothing bad happened to him. So, thank God. Well, he, I'm trying to. Th- well, I, I, lost- I, I bet I bet Bobby was sweating bullets about that. He had a he have did he have a I mean, he may have had, uh, you know, a couple more interceptions than normal, but otherwise he didn't get hurt or anything. Well, I'm yeah, trying I mean, to that's, the, that's the main thing because it's like, yeah, it's just like he get hurt. Yeah, Michael Vick got on the cover and broke his fucking leg. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, Gronk was on the cover a couple of years back, but he always hurt. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, and he's retired now. So so um, I mean, I don't think we gotta talk about that on the show. But he's retired I will now. I will say this: the last game was Antonio Brown, which they the Steelers made <laughs> the playoffs. Oh yeah, about that. <laughs> all that backlash. The year before was uh, Brady, um, and he lost the Super Bowl. Uh, the year before. Well, that they, okay, that that that's then that, like that's not a curse, right there, I for mean, Brady. Yeah, but they win the Super Bowl every year, so it's a curse that they, they lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> Look, we were in the Super Bowl. I think I think Bobby's just happy about being in the Super Bowl most of the time. Yeah, and I, I I said before I didn't mind losing to the Eagles of all teams. I was fine losing to them. I'll Who say, else? Tyler has a burning I, hatred for no, that team. No, I really well. I'll say it once. I'll say it again. I want to be okay with losing in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, that's no, my goal. I know. I know. It's it's a privileged attitude. I completely understand. I feel I, honestly, I'm the one person probably in in this uh, in this chat right now that is very <laughs> upset about the way the Falcons lost their Super Bowl. So, I mean, as you should be, and then not to mention, it's not like you had another chance the following year, which makes it even worse. Like, at least for the well, Patriots, we, it's always well, like, we lose, we're back next year. Well, we did make the playoffs next year, but we lost in... Um, Beating the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, we, I was going to say, we lost in the divisional round. And, it's been the past three years. <laughs> yeah, so... It, 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 it's kind of a shame, but... I don't know, man. I, it, it, I couldn't even brag to you. 
at the end of that game. I was like, uh, good game, I think is what well, I ended up it, calling you and saying. Well, I, I don't remember if I called you or if you called me, but I, just I definitely called you. I, I remember like me and you like the week before made like a pizza bet. Yeah, the pizza. Um, and uh, we we were, I, I was like, when the Falcons were up twenty eight to three, I was like, man, what do I want on my pizza? But let me tell you something right now. It, it, and I don't, I don't know what I was more disappointed: the fact that I that the Falcons lost the Super Bowl like that, or the <laughs> fact that I had to like I lost a bet to Bobby and get had to a fucking- pizza god complex so you would have been more than happy with me buying you a fucking pizza from like miles away yeah you would have gotten off on that if i was in brandy's shoes don't call me Uh, because (laughs) i'll say say something i will say something that you're not gonna want to hear and i don't want to end a friendship over that okay bobby bobby i was chill though right you you sounded defeated, but no, you were gonna be like, yeah, it was a good game. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe what I just saw. Like you were robotic, <laughs> is what you sounded like. I wish I recorded that call because like- I I was in the living room watching the Super Bowl with Rachel May, yeah. and my stepdad. And if you know anything about him, he's like he he's like one of those like really like hardcore workaholics, and like but like yeah. he was like he was like getting up like he was like. Getting up, watching one play, sitting back down, working a little bit more. <laughs> um, Jesus. But, like, he didn't even watch the ending because he knew the Falcons were going to win, like, as, or as the Falcons were going to lose as soon as it went into overtime, and I did too. I was I, like, I was like, literally, when overtime started, I was like, okay, it's okay if the Falcons can win the coin toss. And they fucking lost the coin toss. Like, <laughs> all right, it's over. That, that's when you, I think it's when you accept that the football gods just had a different plan for that day. <laughs> I consider I consider turning off the TV right then. 50, 50 chance and it goes the way of the team that has the momentum right now. Yep. Like, it, it's nasty. It was nasty. And like I said, I think I remember I think when I called you, I don't think I, I really like was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we won. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I think we both were just like, what? Uh, OK, I guess. Like, because I knew the Falcons were going to get rained with me. <laughs> and but they I, were going to be was, ugly. It was but, a it was a field day on Twitter for a lot of but people. But like I when the when it was twenty eight to three, I think I like I was texting you, Bobby, and like you were like you were basically like defeat. Like you were like, yeah, it's over. Yep. And then, which you know, because well, we were sloppy, I, man. I mean, you watch that. So I I, I just want to say real quick before I move on, I I do blame the on Skip Bayless though because Skip <laughs> Bayless, I remember when twenty eight to three, he tweeted out. Well, that's it. The Falcons are Super Bowl champions. Shit. Like, and as soon as he tweeted that out, I was like, Patriots are going to come back. Yeah. I think my like, favorite thing from that night like, is the uh, is the Reddit threads coming from the Atlanta subreddit. Oh, my God. It was delicious, man. Oh, my God. If Skip Bayless tweeted out that the sun would rise tomorrow, like we would all die. It'd be 30 <laughs> days of fucking night after that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Skip Bayless for being a prick. Yeah. Um, Fuck Bayless. <laughs> Brandy's like, yeah, fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, so Madden 20 is set to launch on August 2nd, and you can buy the Superstar Edition and get the game three days early. So, Tyler, <sighs> I, I have a question. What exactly... Um, so, you were talking earlier about, like, the Madden series and how, um, you know, it, it's not doing as well as it could. What exactly could it... What exactly could it use to maybe like kind of grow his fan base a little bit more? 
Um, not be a roster update every year, which EA Sports seems to do. I will say, uh, two years ago, they introduced Longshot, which was like the story mode thing. Um, you know, it was like you played high school football and stuff like that, and that was kind of cool, and they continued that last year, but like you can get through that in like less, like probably less than four hours. Um, and then after that, it's the same game. You have uh, Ultimate Team and franchise mode are the two big things. And they've been basically besides minor changes, basically the same game every year. So Um, I, so I, I guess another thing I've noticed, like when I downloaded the Madden 19 beta, because I, I know, I know the beta, like, you know, it's obviously not, not the full game. It's just, or no, it it wasn't even the beta. I I got the, uh, what the EA sports pass or whatever. Oh yeah. 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 So I, so I played for a little bit. And uh, I downloaded the game. I played for it, or I played it, and I got on the menu. I was, I, I saw like play now, like be a pro, be a GM, and I was like, is that all there is to do in this game? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, like I said, you I mean you have play now, you have your franchise mode, which is uh, encapsulates uh, like be a GM, and be a pro, and ultimate team. And then they have like, uh, it's called like. Um, Gatorade series. It's like a training thing, like where you can do like kind of crazy challenges. But I mean, other than that, it's it's been like that for probably the last three or four years, and it's very frustrating. It's like, like I said, I, I don't I don't know if this is like I said it, this. It's this also sounds like a a couple minor changes. Like it sounds like it's going to be a lot of the same. Um, because if you really take the the college football playoff, that's going to take you what less than an hour, and then it's basically the same game except you get the combine, which would take a little bit, and the Pro Bowl. Other than that, it's going to be the same game. So, so so what if so what if the Madden series did something kind of like you know, um, what what's what's it called like like seasons in NHL? Like what if they did something like that? Well, I don't know. I mean, Ultimate Team is... I will say, out of all the sports games, the Ultimate Team is the best because they have um, a lot of, like, single-player stuff. It doesn't have to be online all the time. Really? And the Even better than FIFA? Really? Yeah. You know, and I was just thinking, like, NHL added, like, a lot of uh, some challenges, too, um, <laughs> where it was offline. Uh, but, you know, Madden's been doing that forever, and they always are doing updates and and... Uh, you know, the cards are always really good. You know, they do uh, Halloween stuff, Thanksgiving stuff, um, Team of the Year stuff. Like that. I mean, I think it's up there. Um, but again, it's just, it's at this point, it's a copy and paste job and it's very frustrating. And, and uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, it's going to be hard for me not to want to buy this now because of the college football element. But like other, if it's, if that's all it's added, like, I think I'd rather keep my $60 because I can literally just play the game from last year and fucking play um, NCAA 16 and get the same experience, better experience probably. It's so funny so. hearing you talk about kind of copy, copy paste jobs when I, I think knowing full well, we still buy the NHL games every year. Like yeah. it, it's always, it's always a, a fucking seesaw when it comes to like, this this kind of well the the competitive aspect of nhl is what keeps me from uh or it's what uh drives me every year i mean honestly like i i am fully aware that it's a copy and paste job but i'm 
I, or for the most part, but like I've just basically admitted defeat at this point. It, it's a sports <laughs> like, game I have the most fun with. Like Madden, I'm not really into that much. Like I, Matt, I, I the thing I mean, I don't know. Madden, that's just me though. Madden releases their game in August when all the other sports games release in September. So it's like, yeah, and I'm always so excited, excited for the um for football. So I'm like, I buy it, and but then like. Like I think the last time I played Madden was like January, December, maybe. Like I haven't played it in forever, so yeah. I don't know. Um, we probably should move on though. You're sixty but, bucks uh, at work there, bud. Yeah. Um. Really, I know. I, I do this all the time though. Like I tell myself <laughs> yeah. every year, I'm not gonna buy the sports game. And what do I do? I yeah. buy the sports game. It's just buy like the fucking sports game. <laughs> just don't buy Madden. Like skip Madden this year. How about that? I mean, FIFA and NHL will always be there and then like nba nba is such a good game it's just that i'm not that i'm not in the basketball as i am the other sports but like well, maybe and you have like you don't really have anyone to play with either no i mean i don't have anybody to play fifa nfl or or, or uh nba but Here, here's the thing though the nba actually has an official fucking esports league now with, with the nba games like every like the 76ers have a team and some of the yeah. other NBA teams have a team. Love to see it for the NHL. Ain't going to happen, but love to I see it. I feel like the NBA players, like pro players, are so tryhard. They're like, out of all the oh, games, no. like they're just the most tryhard. I, my my um, favorite is the videos that, like, if they're, if like somebody's girlfriend deletes their, um, their <laughs> BA pro or whatever. Oh, hell is raised. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. Tyree kill on their ass too soon. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, so. Not soon enough. Uh, uh, two uh, two bits of information from the NHL in terms of coaches, uh, one being for the Flyers, the other for the Panthers. Uh, so we'll start with the Flyers uh, hiring Elaine Vigneault from, uh, well, he was coaching the Rangers, um, and he will become the 21st head coach in team history. Uh, you know, very, I will say, um, I know a lot of the Flyers fans want a cue. Uh, but this man, in his own right, is very successful, and uh, and uh, I think you know. I, I will say this: I, I'm a little surprised because um, Scott Gordon came in to a team that was in tatters from Hackstall and did his goddamn hardest to get them yeah. to the playoffs, and it wasn't enough in the end. But, like, had there not been a, such a bad start, he probably would have got him there, and they kind of just let him – like, they let, did they let him walk, or is he going back to the AHL? The, so so what, all I heard was that it sounds like he's okay with going back to the fans and coaching again, but he definitely doesn't want an assistant role in the AHL at all. So he either wants to get a head coach job somewhere or nothing. Gotcha. Seems, to be his, seems to be his way to go. That was the last I heard. But, no, shout-out to Gordon for taking that over. I, I, I liked what he did. Um, really, you're absolutely right with, you know, coming in from a system falling apart because of the firing of Hextall and Hackstall and, you know, let us on somewhat of a hopeful run. Still couldn't quite get there, but yeah, MedStar definitely did us in. Yeah, I I mean, uh, I'm looking here. So Dave Hackstall was fired on December December 17th. uh, Oh, what a glorious day that was. (laughs) Oh my Christ. What a great early Christmas present. Um, He won 12, 15, and 4. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like I said from there, I mean, also just in a very, I mean, it's the NHL at this point, but just a very competitive division. 
Um, yeah, it's going to be tough to draw back from that. But yeah, I mean, Vigneault is, is a guy that has had success. Um, was uh, the coach of the Canucks in 2010 when they made it to the finals, and and the Rangers with their. I mean, they're they've been declining, obviously, because they're in rebuild. But he was uh, a successful coach there. I, I I like I like the hiring, but I just you know, I, like I said, I almost feel bad for Scott Gordon. <laughs> I really yeah, do. No, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. Because um, you know, I I do like had, the hire. I didn't even. He had an uphill climb, man. He did. He absolutely did. I mean, it, it, he was getting into an organization that was just completely off its rocker. It lost the GM, lost the coach. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a bad ending. But the fact that he took that team and all these young players and made at least a decent effort out of it each time says something. So yeah. you know, I hope if he doesn't go back with the Phantoms, you know, I really I, I want him to go back to the Phantoms. I really do. I want him in the system, but. If he doesn't go back to the Phantoms, I, I hope he gets a head coach job in the NHL somewhere else because I, I do like what he does. Um, I do appreciate what he did coming up in that way, and you know, so best luck to him, whatever he ends up doing. But no, I uh, absolutely agree. But I do like the hiring. Um, I didn't even think about him um, as a potential hire. I didn't even think about it. Um, I, mean, I feel like everybody was just so fixated on Q. That's why. Yeah, no, really- and I was one of those people. I'm a, and then once he got hired, I'm like, well, I don't know who the hell else it is. It's got to be Gordon getting a rehire, right? And then, oh wait, oh I forgot. Yeah, he got fired earlier. Whoops. Yeah. So you know, um, I you know, looking at his stats right on paper, he's, you know, he's had he's been coaching since uh, in the NHL from uh, starting in '97, '98 when he was with Montreal for three years. Um, he had a fourth, fifth, and fourth place finish respectively. And then after that, he had, uh, uh, I'm sorry, four years, fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth, and then uh, went to Vancouver, which was his kind of mainstay for quite a while. Had a lot of first place finishes. um, And then, of course, a Stanley Cup appearance, then went to the Rangers in 2013, where uh, in his first season there, he got him to, again, the Stanley Cup finals, um, and then was fired last year from the Rangers. I mean, he has first, second third finishes each time so i mean he's obviously a playoff coach he has a ton of playoff experience and i keep saying this and i sound like a broken record or maybe i'm just dead wrong in two buys i really think the flyers on paper are, are a decent team a decent team enough to at least get into the wild card of the playoffs each time um, and they finally really, figured out their goalie situation so yeah i know and, and and think about it if Haxtell was still coach heart, heart would have never played this season at all yeah. Like the only reason he played originally was because of a pure necessity because of all the injuries, but he did not. And Hextall too did not want him up here yet. And yeah. he comes up here and he he's hanging with the boys, man. I mean, he's, he's ready. Um, he was definitely getting exhausted, um, carrying this fucking team on his back, but, um, he's ready, man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited for this kid. I'm so excited. I'm excited for a lot of the prospects, but I won't get into that right now. Um, I'm, I'm excited for next season, especially with this new coach. I'm curious to see what he ends up bringing. I hope it's a brand new fucking system. I want him to blow this system out of the fucking water and just do something new. I'm tired of the dump and chase, man. Please. So the guy that everybody thought, I mean, you know, uh, Q was fired around uh, before uh, the whole thing with Hackstall. So I get, a lot of people were saying that he was going to be the coach. Uh, he ends up going to the panthers which is fun like honestly that's uh, such a perfect spot for him because yep. uh, because he's had his success let me just go to florida such a nice place <laughs> right. i'm old the taxes are like really low yeah. like let me just 
Let me just do it. So, yeah. The going from there. fucking Windy City to fucking beautiful Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to say, what's also good is that he's he's going to make a legacy out of himself here because Florida is in such bad shape that it's going to be up to him to really turn around this whole fucking team. God, I feel like every year I'm like, the it's going to be the Panthers. This is the year the Panthers make the playoffs. I think I've been saying that for the past three years. They've been, they've been like, you know, every time you look at the standings toward the end of the year, past couple of years, it's always been, oh, they're only like four or six points out of yeah. a wild card spot. And then everything collapses. Yeah. And, and it's bad. And, you know, I looked, I had to look on paper for this. And, and they're 20, I think, six year history. They've only been in the playoffs four times. So yeah. if anybody is going to finally put them on the on the on um on the up and up from uh, here on out, it's it's going to be Coach Kiel. I mean, the Flyers wanted them for a reason. The Flyers wanted them as soon as he got fired from Chicago. Hackstall wasn't even remotely close to being fired yet. As soon as he was fired from Chicago, everyone wanted them, and I I I, I kind of sided with them. Like, uh, absolutely, bring him over here. But no, he'll make a he'll he'll be very good in, in Florida as he has been with every team that he's coached, especially Chicago. Three he's times got, like a champion. I mean, he's got uh, quite the resume, by the yeah. way, because not only as a coach, but he got selected uh, as a as a player uh, in the second round uh, by the Leafs, um, and 803 career NHL games, and obviously his coaching career, uh, starting off uh, with the Blues and then going to the Avs, uh, well, Nordiques and Avs, and then um, and then the Blackhawks. And a guy who just for so long was just a part was the the guy, um, you know, basically the headman. Guy behind the bench, the he was the face. Yeah, I, I for a dynasty at that point. I mean, Chicago yeah. was, I think, as close to a dynasty in hockey for a while as as you can kind of get. Um, Taze, Kane, Crawford, Sharp. And, yeah, with 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 their success and you know the the seven years with three uh, three cups, yeah. So, yep. um, good for him, man. Like I said, I feel yep. like it's just a perfect spot. He's like he's sixty now. Just like I mean, who doesn't want to live in? And uh, honestly, he looks older than sixty. He really does. <laughs> he really does. Oh my god, he, he. I mean, he's 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 been through it, man. But I mean, yeah, oh, absolutely yeah. tremendous success. Um, so hope yeah. good. You might see yeah. Florida finally in a wild card. You never know. I, I mean, I don't think they have any of the weapons quite yet, but at least coaching. I mean. You see what happened with the Islanders with a new yeah, coach this year. Literally. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, I mean, we'll talk about the NHL playoffs in a bit, but that's crazy. But uh, we will now transition into the NBA playoffs uh, with a quote-unquote first-round recap. And I say that because there is two series right now still going on. Uh, one that you would not expect to be still going on, quite frankly, Golden State and the Clippers. And the Denver San Antonio series, like I said, we are recording on uh, April twenty sixth. Um, so, yeah, let's do a quick, uh, a quick little recap on this. Uh, we'll start off. Uh, I well, let's start off by at least addressing uh, the two series that are going on right now. Um, uh, did anybody see the Golden State going to Game Six against the Clippers? <laughs> I was hearing things, but never, um, uh, look, never kind of watched look, anything. But yeah. Like, I just pretty, know Lou Williams had a good game. So, like, literally, I'm doing a bracket, and I'm pretty sure I had Golden State sweeping. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say the first two rounds, but I'm, that's not true. Uh, I think I had them like in four and then in six, but like, mm, I wouldn't like. I I didn't make a bracket, but I I'm not sure if I I would have had Golden State sweeping the Clippers. 
Like they always seem to play really well against uh, against Golden State. I, I I would I would have expected like maybe maybe four to one, but not you know not anything yeah. uh, like they are right now. Um, I mean, the whole thing coming into this series after Game One was Patrick Beverly and KD. Um, that yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, by the way, don't look now. Uh, <laughs> the Warriors were up three one. And LA won Game Five, so we'll see where that goes. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Are we are we about to go into meme overload if this happens? Um, no chance they lose this series. I they wrap it up tomorrow. I say. Um, but but yeah, I you know like I said, I just don't think anybody seeing them getting to this point. Like I said, a lot going on with uh, KD and uh, they play tonight, by the way, not tomorrow. Oh yeah, I was gonna. I was looking at their thing. I was like, 10 p.m. Like that would be like, you know, literally. That would be an hour and a half from now. West yeah. Coast. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, you know, not much to add to this because, like I said, I, I would have a really, really hard time saying the Clippers winning the series. And if that happened, the fucking NBA would flip upside down. Um. Not having LeBron in the finals and then Golden State, like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <going on? laughs> um. But yeah, let's go to the the next one that's going on. Uh, Denver and San Antonio. So the two versus the seven. Uh, San Antonio though, always never a uh, a tough. You know, they're always tough, is what I'm trying to say. Not. Um, not can, a, you can never count them out. Not a joke, that's for sure. Um. Hey. And uh, they actually, you know. They they win game one. Uh, they win game three. They win game five. Uh, excuse me. They won game six. So it's it's been a very back and forth. Uh, and then game seven in Denver tomorrow uh, at ten. Um, and, and yeah, I mean this has been. I, I don't. Do you think? I think probably the best. I, I don't know. I was gonna say. I mean, I mean, look. I mean, look at the rest of the fucking series numbers. I, I would, I would think this would be one of the better ones. Look I was it. gonna say the better one, but I mean, OKC and and Portland was good, even though it was only five games, just because the whole thing with Russ and Dame. But yeah, I mean, this has been one of the uh, better. Well, series. I, I think it's been one of the better series simply because, like, the Nuggets, man, like they're the you know the surprise of the NBA this season for sure. Like. Yeah. I, I I thought I thought for sure they were they were going to be a playoff contender, but I did not expect them to be a two seed. I I don't like with, like with with like Nikola Jokic, um, they signed a Paul Millsap in free agency, I mean, they made they made a lot they made a lot of good signings that um and you know they and they basically you know come out to play um yeah Gary um not not Gary Harris um. Jamal Murray, um, he's he's put up some really nice numbers as well. Um, so I, you know, they're they're playing. You said they're playing tomorrow. Um, that that'll be a really interesting game. Too bad I'll end up missing it again. But yeah, that, that that's definitely that's definitely something to watch tomorrow. Real quick, another draft update. Miles Sanders goes to the Eagles, so staying in state uh, with being at Penn State, that's a good pickup for them. Um, but. But yeah, you know, I I said this series, but the other series that has ended, Portland uh, won the series four to one against OKC. But that that series was simply good just because the uh, the matchup with Dame and Russ that was something, and and uh, and Dame had the last laugh with the the insane shot 
to the buzzer beater to win the series from like basically the logo. Yeah, um, a dumb shot. It it was crazy, and he just uh, just he knew it. <laughs> like, yeah. like he just knew. It. But yeah, I mean, a lot of back and forth in this series. Uh, you know, God, man, I, the thing about Russell Westbrook. Is like he's uh, he's recorded some things with Kevin Hart and stuff like that. He's recorded some like stuff, and you know he sounds like he's like a cool guy. He's like, all right, like I can kind of get behind this guy. And then like when he gets on the court or talking anything about basketball, he's like the biggest dickhead ever. <laughs> and it's really hard to like like him. Like I, this is better than to say like it's re- like especially like with uh, you know him and and Bede and basically their little rivalry uh, and us being Sixers fans like it's very hard to like him but um, I, thought, I thought he was kind of the sweetheart though after after uh, KD left though like well <laughs> you would think but uh <laughs> but apparently I mean he just he he loves to be the antagonizer it's really what it comes a lot of the really NBA gets that way though let's be let's be honest yeah, I like, like I said, I I watched uh, the the game that OKC actually did win was Game Three. I watched and there was just back and forth, and uh, I really thought that they were gonna get into a brawl this series. It didn't end up happening, but I definitely gonna see it happening. But that was very enjoyable, like I said, just because of the uh, the rivalry there. And then rounding out the Western Conference, Houston, no surprise here, wins the series four one over Utah. Um, not a, a pretty good year for Utah, uh, all things considered. Unfortunately for them, they just ran into Houston with Houston being the four seed this year. Uh, but obviously they can always take the next level, but, um, not a bad, not a bad year for them. Uh, but, uh, this one, not, not too much of a, uh, the, the games, the games actually between them were relatively close uh, besides game one i guess game two was a 20 point game too but uh the, the the games are actually not bad and uh you know houston being a four seed uh, you know don't let that uh a number fool you because they uh will most likely end up playing golden state in the second round and that's going to be a bloodbath um and whoever comes out, out of that may well you know they they might be the team going to the final. So, um, yeah, that rounds out the West, uh, and then heading over to the East, we will start off with the uh, sweep by the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, not much of a surprise here. Giannis continues to be an absolute monster. Um, and uh, you know it was funny. I was at my friend's house the other day, and we were looking. You know, as good as the Sixers are now, and the draft picks they have made that were good with Embiid and Simmons and uh, you know th- their core guys there now, <laughs> they've made yeah. a lot of bad draft picks <laughs> because they've had a lot of top ten picks the last basically you know I would say seven years. Um, this all started because we were watching Nerlens Noel. Um, and we were kind of going back and talking about all their bad draft picks. Yeah, Noel Fultz, unfortunately, didn't pan out. Uh, MCW. Um, I didn't think Nerlens Noel was that bad of a pick. Like when, I mean, like when, what, okay, like like look like now Nerlens Noel, like obviously like not a good, like not that good of an NBA player. But when he was with the Sixers, like he was, he was like, you know, he was really good. I mean, it just the other guy was. Uh, 
Okafer, um, who's actually he actually had a pretty decent season when uh, Anthony Davis was out this year with the Pelicans. But um, but the reason I bring that up is because we were looking at the guys that the Sixers potentially could have picked, uh, and it's still crazy to me that I'm pretty. Uh, Giannis was picked. I want to say either fifteenth or seventeenth. Um, and yep. he's he's an absolute monster. I I mean the, I I don't know. You know, you talk about just a pure athlete. And it, he is scary, like just with the size and the and the speed and the athleticism. Um, the, they'll, you know, they'll be a tough team to beat this postseason just with him alone. And, and they got a good team surrounding him too. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Pistons were just not. <laughs> they they had nothing for the Bucks, and uh, I mean, honestly, and also like you know, you're you're praising um, Giannis a lot, but like. He's got a pretty good team around him. Like he's he's got Bledsoe, yeah, Bledsoe um, yeah. Middleton, yeah. um, and uh, what's his uh, George Hill as well. I always uh, liked Middleton because he was like he, you know, now the whole thing in the league is three and D, and he was uh, you know always kind of been a a very good three point shooter. Yeah, I, I've I've always really liked really liked uh, Bledsoe. Excuse me, Bledsoe. Um, he, he's he's kind of been. It's funny. He's always been like kind of a solid role player, like when he was with the Suns, or not a solid role player, but like a, a fringe starter. Yeah. Um, with the Suns, and now with the Bucks, he definitely seems like he's blossomed into that. You know, he could start. You know, on most NBA teams for sure. It only whereas, whereas, whereas with the, whereas like with the Suns, it kind of seemed like he was only starting because the team sucked. But yeah, I was about to say, like, it takes a good team, and look where he's at now. But I mean, no, he's he's been good. I I think uh, obviously with them being the one seed, now they have a tough matchup with the Celtics. But I I, I do I do see them winning that series. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, just a great team there. And, and the other sweep uh, in the uh, in the East was Boston over the Pacers. Um, you know, Pacers. Tough year for them because of every. Okay, apparently my phone thought I said uh, Siri. That was not the case. <laughs> um, so I don't know what. Even geez. Apple, Apple's ruining podcasts now. Even this is this just furthers my hatred for that company. <laughs> um, this this series, the games were actually very close. The first game was super low scoring, eighty four seventy four. Uh, but then game two, 99-91, you got one of four to ninety six, and the last game was one ten to one six. So th- I mean, they had, they kept it competitive, um, but in the end, the Celtics were just too much. And the thing about the NBA this year for me is like now you have a situation where um, with the Celtics in the East and the Houston in the West, like they were, they both fell to the four seed. So now you have very good matchups in the in the second round with. Again, like I said, presumably Golden State and Houston, and then Milwaukee and Boston. Um, so it'll make definitely for an interesting, interesting second round. But, uh, but like I said, yeah, you know, Indiana, uh, obviously with uh, Old Depot this year and and his injury, just too much for them. But, um, but yeah, we move on to the Our Sixers, Boston. who after the first game. Not gonna lie, I was a little bit nervous. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, it was uh, it was something. They lose the first game, one eleven to one hundred two, but after that, they were they were kind of on cruise control. I mean, game four was close. Uh, 
but game five ended. Oh my god! <laughs> game five ended one twenty two to one hundred, but that game started off twenty five to three. So <laughs> it, 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 after that, I mean, they had their backups in by the end of the game. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, the question that I actually want to ask, uh, especially Brundy, so um, um, I almost said D'Angelo Williams. But that's not wow. his name. Um, yeah, nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Yes, D'Angelo Russell is who I meant. Um, a lot of people are talking about uh, the you know him being the comeback player of the year. Um, how you feeling? I mean, I, I, I you'd have to, it'd have to be him, right? Well, the um, comeback player of the year isn't really something that uh, the NBA does. Well, uh, they did the mo- you're you're probably referring to most improved player. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't really see it as anyone else, and I have to say, like, what when he got traded from the Lakers, like, quite honestly, it kind of looked like he was just going to be a scrub the rest of his career, but, yeah, like, that trade to Brooklyn looks like it's really brought the best, um, the best uh, talent um, that he's had, because I remember when, when I was watching the, um, I think it was the 2015 NBA draft, and they... Um, they were talking about D'Angelo Russell. They were saying like he has like uh, like looking back like this is like kind of a hot take. Um, they were saying out of every player in the 2015 NBA draft, which includes Porzingis, Porzingis, Carl Anthony Towns, all those people, they were saying he had the chance to be um, the most likely superstar out of the draft. But they also said that he had the chance of being the biggest bust in the draft. Yeah. Uh, like, like, like he was one, like he was one of those players where like, he's literally like, it's cl- like the biggest gamble you can, um, you can take. But I, I mean, he obviously had the drama there too, with Nick Young and stuff like that. Maybe it just wasn't the right culture for him, but I mean, he's, he's doing very well right now. Yeah. He's, I, I think he's averaging what 21 points or he averaged 21 points during the regular season. Yeah. Um and I know, I know he was a big part of the reason why um the Nets were even somewhat in the series um against the Sixers. Yeah. Him um, and uh him and uh Karis LeVert. Shout out to my guy LeVert. Well, Karis LeVert has been one of those players that like always puts up like really good numbers but no one ever talks about him. Um yeah, especially I, I, especially when he was with Portland. Um boy. You know, it's sad too. The or, only sorry, time... not Portland. What I'm thinking of someone else. Sorry. Uh, well, I was just thinking, um, Levert. The only time that he was talked about this year was when he had that gruesome injury, and he had a very good year. Like it's kind of unfortunate <laughs> that that's the case. Um, but that's I guess that's kind of how it works. But uh, but yeah, I mean, he averaged. Uh, let's see, what did he average this year? He averaged. If I can find it. Not gonna find it. That's awesome. Um, but no, I mean he was he was a good, uh, you know, good little player yeah. this year for them, it, and, and he will continue to grow. Yeah. I do apologize, by the way. I somehow got Karis LeVert mixed up with with Alan Crab. I don't know how. <laughs> you guys well, are I, sucking today with these names. What are well, you doing? Crab, to be fair, Crab did play for the Nets, and then did go. I mean. You know, you got the teams right, but just wrong player. <laughs> well, I mean, he plays. He crab plays play uh, plays for the Nets, but used to play for Portland. That's what I was thinking of. Like, yeah. like, but they're but they're both the same kind of player. Like, they always put up really good numbers, but like they're like hardly ever talked about. 
right? Um, but no, I mean, like I said, I mean him and uh, they. I mean they got a nice little team there. Um, and it's they're young, but uh, they had a surprising year this year, even getting in the playoffs. Granted, the East sucks. Uh, and but, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, so. like really needed this good season too because for the past like what three or four seasons, like they've been a terrible team and have owned like zero of their draft picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like they've been tanking and sucking, which is not a good combination. <laughs> no, not at tanking all. Tanking with no draft picks. Yeah, that's like the, the, the Boston Celtics are you know smiling right now, or they were smiling. Yeah. Um. So last thing on the series, how how are we feeling about the Jared Dudley uh, versus the Sixers <laughs> uh, fucking incident and everything that happened there with the fight? Or the I shouldn't say fight. It was the fucking mosh pit. Yeah, it was. It was more of people were pushing, and Butler and him got ejected. Did anyone like dub some like you know hardcore music over that shit? Someone sure somewhere did. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I think Jared Dudley. I'm like literally, Embiid said it perfectly. Like he's just a nobody, and like he looks like Mr. Potato Head. He didn't say that. I said that. Well, let's get that clear. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, look, I mean, the Sixers, uh, the Sixers got their work cut out for them in this next series uh, against Toronto, who Toronto took uh, out Orlando. Um, no surprise there. I mean, the one, two, three, and four seeds advance in the East. Uh, but, um, but yeah, a little bit of a <laughs> – this was interesting because Orlando wins game one um, by three. And, you know, it's only game one, one game, but – you kind of start to think a little bit uh that was also the game lowry i'm i'm pretty sure he had like no points or like close to no points that game um i I can't remember yeah it was i'm pretty sure it was game one where he just had an absolute shit show of a game um and and they end up losing that game but yeah i mean you know, not too much to add to this. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Lowry's played 33 minutes that game and had zero points. Um, that's, that's unbelievable, dude. That's kind of hard to do. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add to this series, but I will say, as a Sixers fan, in the next round, like I said, we have our work cut out for us. Uh, we do not have – we are not – like, Toronto has our number. Um, and – it's going to be a great matchup. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you got Kawhi uh, and, you know, uh, and him and Butler will probably be going at it. And you got Lowry and Marcus Gasol. By the way, uh, Pascal Siakam, breakout year. He's probably another guy that might be considered for most improved. But, man, it, it's I want to say that the Sixers have this series, but based on, like, some of the moments they had against the Nets, it's very and what they did going down the stretch, they were resting their players for some of that, but still, like it's just I, going against a really good team. I just I kind of worry for them, um, but we will kind of have to see. Um, I I think uh, my my prediction for the finals after the first uh, before the first round was Golden State and Toronto. I don't. I don't think that changes. I don't know. The Bucks look scary, obviously, but um, 
But yeah, I mean, I I think everybody probably has Golden State, and then whoever <laughs> out of the four in the East. It, but oh. it's it's just, it's just really difficult for me to pick Toronto like any time like after what happened last year. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like I understand they won against Cleveland in like a LeBron LeBron playoff mode, but you don't you shouldn't get you shouldn't get swept in the second round as one seed. Yeah. In the NBA. <laughs> after. Uh... After what happened like this year, at, like LeBron playoff mode is just doesn't have the same ring to it, <laughs> like because everybody's just memeing it now. But no, um, man, we got what we expected in the East. Like I said, the first four seeds advance, and then depending on Denver's uh, game tonight, and again, presumably Golden State, it might be the same uh, in in the West. So a lot of good basketball to look forward to. Um, and uh, like I said, this is where we're going to get some really good games. The second round uh, on will be the best basketball. The first round, you still got a lot of shitty, <laughs> shitty teams in there. So you got to weed out the bitches, dude. I'm just, I'm just ready for the, um, like, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why, but for some reason, I, I guess just me being a Hawks fan, I'm really looking forward to the, the draft lottery because <laughs> yeah. I want the Hawks to get Zion like so bad. Um, yeah. the, the, I think that what the Hawks have like the fifth best odds to get the number one pick. So, yeah. um, and I don't know, is there any, uh, like I'm trying to see if there's any trades involving like playoff teams that like would have lottery picks. Um, uh, but I can't think of any right now, but, um, uh, I, that's one, that's, that's one of, that's one of those, um, basketball is one of those, um, sports where like, for some reason I always like still look forward to the off season not because I'm glad that it's over, but just just because of the college athletes. Because I love watching me some like March Madness and yep. seeing how that affects players' draft stock and all that. Yeah, um, definitely. Like I said, yeah, the NBA is good for that, and and I think a lot of that has to do with March Madness. I think you're right because players get showcased. But you know, I feel like out of all the sports, uh, the NBA draft is. There's a lot of coverage on it. Like you know, you know most of the prospects. I feel like, and and that, dude. I I just I just want to say, last year in the draft, um, Woj and what's the other guy's name, Shams, they both uh, yeah. they they both tweeted out, um, before the first pick was even announced, it was already confirmed what the first ten picks were going to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was kind of pissed. Like, so like I knew the I knew the Hawks were gonna select uh Luca and then trade for Trey Young before um before the number one overall pick was even announced. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean And the yeah. NHL just had their draft lottery too, didn't they? Yeah. Um they did. Uh and <laughs> I, I don't know. It's kinda I guess that's the age of social media. Um that, that that's the case. Uh but yeah, I mean it is it is kind of annoying. I will I will say just because of of that. But um, hey, I mean like like I said, I think the the uh, NBA draft lottery is really good for just, just you know the prospects. Like I said, I feel like at least for me, like I know like I'm a huge hockey fan, but like there's so many leagues and so much going on, it's hard to keep up with the M- the uh, NBA and college basketball like I feel like you know most of the guys coming out. So. Just a quick tan- uh tangent question, is there like a consensus number 1 pick in the NHL draft this year? 
Um, it's Jack between Hughes. two guys. Yeah, Jack Hughes and then this guy from Finland named Capo Caco. Yeah. Um, who basically, like, it's actually, I want to bring it up real quick because I seen it the other day, but there's basically, with, you know, being able to bet on absolutely everything, uh, they, of course, have the, um, they have odds for, like, who's going to be the first pick in the, the draft, um, and I'm, pr- I know Hughes is the favorite, but I'm pretty sure it's sort of close. Um, I'm gonna see if I can bring this up. Well, I mean, he's like... always been close. Hughes, so Hughes is a, a American player, and then uh, Cabo, and then it's it's it, it it's most likely Hughes, but it's been practically a, a coin toss between them two for 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 the most part, and that's what will end up being in the draft. But it's most of the talk has been around Hughes. So I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. like I mean, honestly, like a month ago, like would you have predicted that Kyler Murray would have gone number one overall? Like, probably not. I mean, the only reason he went number one overall was because of the coach, though. Like, well, when true, coach but in. Yeah, that's a good point. But um, yeah, the 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 odds for um the draft is Hughes is minus five hundred and Capo Caco is plus three hundred. So um, that's I'm, close. I, I'm pretty sure. I especially I'm I don't. I don't know exactly what it was, but I just seen like Hughes just broke some record. Uh, for like the U18 um, US hockey team. So yeah. I mean I know he's playing well um and oh, yeah. no. right he's now. he's nasty player dude. I he's can't a nasty I, player. I can't see with all the hype he's gotten um that he would not be number 1. Right. Um, well, like I said it, it's basically between those two but um but yeah. We will move on to the other draft that is happening right now, the NFL draft. Uh, so the first round was last night. Second round, like I said, is going on now. Um, and <laughs> some interesting, <laughs> interesting things going on. So uh, obviously, Hi, New York. Talk- how you doing? Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> we we have to talk <laughs> about the um, the first pick of the draft that uh, Bernie just mentioned, Kyler Murray. Um, Brandy, I don't want to call you out. However, uh oh, I'm pretty sure on a, this podcast we were talking about Kyler Murray uh, because I think we were talking about like you know the college football and him being with Oklahoma and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure you said he was a fourth round pick at best. Yeah, I'm, and I, I'm pretty okay. sure. I will say that the fourth ra- the fourth round pick was um you know that was kind of lowballing him but number one <laughs> overall and, and honestly I'd still say like not a first rounder I I we were discussing this earlier I can't remember but I think I had him going 13 to the Dolphins with Haskins and Locke going before him but I I don't I don't know for sure but uh but that yeah That sounds I, about right but but you know, like I said just a second ago, I really feel like the I, definitely the only reason that he went to Arizona was because of the coach uh, Kingsbury coming in because they had well they thought they had their guy that they drafted last year and Josh Rosen, which is going to be an interesting case because you know where does he go now? Um, you know, I was thinking the two teams I was thinking were the Giants and the Broncos, but they just picked quarterbacks in the draft. So uh, maybe he goes to Oakland as a like a backup behind Carr there, because you know they're always out on Carr. Like, like I don't I don't know. Um, maybe 
like Cincinnati or something. The one team that I keep hearing again fucking pisses me off is New England because he'll go there and then Tom Brady will retire and he'll be the next Tom Brady and I won't watch football ever again um, <laughs> because I'm so frustrated with the fucking Patriots. But um, but yeah, I mean it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I said uh, Kyle, Kyler Murray is a difference maker, and I think he's an incredible athlete. Do I think he? It's so tough, man. Like, you know, I know this is so over talked about, but he is a smaller guy, five ten, two oh seven. Does that hurt him? Um, you know, Arizona uh, seems to suck every year. Does that hurt him because he's on a really bad team and? And culture, I I don't know. This is this is a a wild card for me. I will say it is very impressive that not like he got picked in the first round in MLB and the NFL. That's very impressive. Like however you put it, I don't know why. Like okay, so honestly, if I'm in that situation, like I I would have to seriously consider whether or not I'd want to go. And you guys might disagree with this like whether or not like i want to go like to the nfl or the mlb quite honestly i'd i i i would pretty much you know be sold on mlb for the most part the only the only the only risk is like being stuck in the minors well i mean remember like it, it was only until the basically the college football playoff where he said that he was going to go to the nfl for the longest time the assumption was he was going to go to baseball um, and then after the, I think it was like right after that they lost in the the playoff to Alabama. He said that he was going to go to football, and and it's all come down to here. I mean, I know a lot of people are saying they would rather go to the M- him like if they were him, they go to the MLB because of the injury concerns in NFL. Well, um, I don't know. Well, it's not even injury. it's not even that for me. The money, dude. Yeah, if he's a star, no salary cap, dude. No, all guaranteed money. Yeah, no, and I, I, that would be a thing. But baseball is so tough because I think there would be a chance. I mean, they literally have so many divisions of minor league baseball. Like, I I was about to say, like, just because you get drafted, like, does not mean you're you're going to the pros. Like, well, I mean, yeah, you're going to the pros, but you're not going to the majors. I was just. Even if you're a first round pick, I was right. just discussing this with with my roommate, um, who was on the show, John. Yeah, we were talking about how it, it it's 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 a guarantee versus non guaranteed. The NHL and the MLB have layers of minor leagues. Like you're in a system for X amount of years before you're even remotely called up. Whereas in the NBA, the NBA is just finally establishing their G League, and then the NFL still has nothing. So right. I mean, all, I mean it, the minor league system for the NFL is college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the NFL, it's like, okay, you show up the training camp once you get drafted and you're probably cut within the first week if you're if you're a late pick, you know what I mean? So it's 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 an interesting concept for for every individual sport and how it's all um how it's all done. Like right. there's a there's a reason why the first, you know, the top ten picks and say the NBA and the NFL are a lot like people know the name. It, it they're talking about the news a lot compared to, you know, the NHL. Like right now, the only talk in the NHL really for their um, top picks are the two guys competing for the first. Like that's really it. So I, it's all so these international I, guys. So I quick question with the NHL: like, if a guy gets drafted in the first round, like, does that mean he basically gets a spot on the NHL team, or like, does he go to the minors? Essentially, Not, uh, most of the time. 
I would it, say at least top ten. I was gonna say like if you're like if you get picked by the Stanley Cup champion, there's a there's a very good chance you're not gonna stay. But right. Um, yeah, but you're in I, the system. I would say the top ten on average, probably eight out of ten would go to the NHL roster right away. I mean, I first feel like pick almost always around. does. Second pick yeah. always always does. Flyers got yeah. the second pick with Nolan Patrick, and he's been on the. He I don't even think he remotely touched the Phantoms. Connor McDavid with the first pick. I and, would say that's the top four for certain. Almost. Yeah, always. I, I I probably agree. Maybe top five. Yeah, but other then it gets a little shaky. But you know, I, I maybe maybe the thing to him is the only thing I can really think. Like in my opinion, I think that. But basically, like just we were talking about D'Angelo Russell, like I think Murray is either going to be a superstar or a bust, and maybe because he has that chance to be a superstar in the NFL, like I feel like he has a better chance of being a superstar in the NFL than he does in baseball, and maybe that's what attracts that, it. Yeah. Maybe that's what attracts it, you know, being that that household name and getting endorsements and and being the face of a team. Um, I just I don't know. I mean, that is <laughs> he. I think it was like the A's offered him like fifteen million dollars after the he said he was going to go to the draft. That's that's a lot of money off the start, nonetheless. But that's a lot of money to turn down. And obviously, yeah. I mean, he's going to make he got a nice bonus for being the first pick. But yeah, you know, you know, it, it, it's it's a tough call. But yeah, I mean, um, like I said, with Kingsbury coming in and really liking this guy through college, uh, this is basically the reason. He went there, and like I said, I think the more important question maybe is what happens with Josh Rosen now because uh, he obviously is not happy. Um, he thought he was the guy there, and he will be getting moved. Where does he get moved to, though? It's going to be the question. And, and that's also Josh Rosen is also a guy with a lot of ad- attitude to him, and like he's not afraid to speak his mind. And uh, you know he'll he'll get his <laughs> he'll get out of there one way or another. Yep. Uh, the second pick, uh, possibly. Uh, he was graded the best player in the draft. They got him at two. Nick Bosa goes to the 49ers. Um, and uh, I will say, 49ers, look, I mean, they had the second pick in the draft this year for a reason because they sucked. But they also sucked because Jimmy G went out with a torn ACL. If they can stay healthy, they're they're looking up. Like, I mean, their team is looking up for sure, in my opinion. I, I think uh, – Obviously, that's a big if, staying healthy, especially at your major positions. like I'm hovering over the hot take button, by the way. I'm waiting for you to finish this thought. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure um, – I mean, I mean, you've seen what happened with Jimmy, Jimmy G. The year he mm-hmm. got traded to the 49ers, he didn't lose a game. Like, yeah. they finished the season, I think, 7-0 and or 8-0 and or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Nick Bosa is going to be a beast. Um, the heartthrob of San Francisco, Mr. Jimmy G. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, mean, I like that pick there. And then number three, uh, Quinnen Williams um, from Alabama, Alabama going to the Jets. Um, I think uh, I mean that pick there was uh, the the Jets defense last year showed miles of improvement, and I think this again will help them. Uh, overall rank was the second, and uh, definitely. Again, if Kyler Murray wasn't number one, I think Bosa and Williams would have been the one and two. Um, and, and you know, they they go in order. I, Ed Oliver was also there for a while as being potential number one pick, um, but he fell a little bit. Number four, very interesting pick here. So uh, 
Clinton Farrell from Clemson uh, was ranked the 21st overall. He was had the 21st overall ranking in the draft and the third of his position at defensive end. He goes he goes fourth to the Raiders. A lot of questions there. Um, look, he's a good <coughs> player. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of, obviously with a number four pick, reach like in a lot of people's opinion, reaching like that. I don't know about that one. I don't know, but. We were kind of, you know, he was part of a Clemson defense that was absolutely insane, um, and he was one of many uh, that, you know, that uh, basically was was going to get drafted out of Clemson. Um, going number four though, kind of crazy, um, and a lot of people had something to say about that. Uh, Devin White goes fifth to LSU, great player there, a middle. Uh, Middle linebacker from LSU. I think that's mm-hmm. a great pick for the Bucks. And then maybe the mockery. <laughs> uh, look, I will say this off the start: Daniel Jones goes to the New York Giants. I hope it works out for him. I really do. Uh, the kid's done nothing wrong. However, Brendy, <laughs> dude, how <laughs> the hell would the Giants draft Daniel Jones? Like literally. I, I'm pretty sure every single mock draft had Daniel Jones going to the Dolphins, which would have been a perfect fit for him. He's going to the Giants. I was why. Uh, I mean, I all these rankings, by the way, are from ESPN. But position rank, he was sixth overall. Rank was fifty nine. He goes as the first quarterback off the board. Well, I, I was I was looking at Walter Football, but they they kind of had the same thing as well. Um, but. What exactly do the Giants need? Well, they I do think they needed a quarterback, but I didn't think Daniel Jones was going to be. I, I thought it was going to be Haskins. I did, too. Um, I think it should have been Haskins. Yeah, well, yeah, Haskins or Locke. And then, of course, Locke is picked by the Broncos in the second round somehow. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Like, not only did Locke fall that far, but fucking Daniel Jones went before, like way before him. A round, a full round look, before him. Look, you know, you know, like I'm pretty, like I, I'm pretty sold on Daniel Jones. I think he could be a really good quarterback in the league, but he's not the best quarterback in this draft. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, or I guess second best. So after every player gets picked, obviously we'll have the highlight package and they'll talk good about this guy. Uh, the two things they said about Daniel Jones after that pick was that he was a zero-star recruit coming out of high school and that his sister plays lacrosse. Uh, hang on. I, I, hang on. Sorry. I just want to interrupt really quick. Uh, Josh Rosen traded to the Dolphins. Are you, wait, are you serious? Wait, what? Josh Rosen is going to be a Dolphin. That? Whoa. So, okay. Okay. So I will say this. Hey, I, what, what, what's your I, source, I, I, Brendan? I, uh, Ian Rappaport. Okay. That's a pretty and, goddamn good source. I would and, think so. And, 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 Adam, and Schefter just tweet, tweeted out as well. Oh, I, wow. I, I realized I, w- I realized I was I, w- I realized I was just talking about the Dolphins, but that I promise you that was just a coincidence. For some reason, as I was mentioning the teams you could go to, I forgot about the Dolphins. But in my head earlier. And I'm not even just saying to say it. in my head earlier, I was thinking that the Dolphins would be a team because out of all the teams, I mean, they were they literally have nobody right now. So I'm like, they have to pick him up because, uh, you know, they're the only team in the league right now that doesn't have a quarterback. Basically, uh, mm-hmm. do you know what the pick was? Was it like a for the, the... well, they're on the clock right now. Was um, that for that pick? That's right. 
Well, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure that um, the details are still coming out. But all, what is confirmed now is that he's going to happen. I mean, look, good for the the Dolphins. I mean, they got a guy who was a top. I mean, he was one of the top quarterbacks in a stacked quarterback class last year. Oh wait, Hopefully fuck! I forgot to shit. What? Okay, oh. we're good. Josh Rosen <laughs> to the Dolphins. <laughs> we bring in the special news bulletin as Josh Rosen has been traded to the Miami Dolphins. Details to come. Uh, at 11. Like I guess. Like I said, Dateline. 922, <laughs> <laughs> I, Like I said, I hope it works out for him because uh, I think the the Cardinals did him dirty. <laughs> but, uh, but either way, when you when you, but, when you when you skunk for multiple years straight, I mean, yeah. But uh, but no, let's get back to the shit show. Let's <laughs> keep talking about uh, the Giants because, here. <laughs> you know, the Giants fans man, they're on suicide watch because. I just don't know how this happened. I know uh, there were the Giants. You know, there's a lot of reports coming out that they really liked him. Uh, here's the thing about the Giants: they had the sixth overall pick. They also had a pick later in the first round, two picks later in the first round. By the end of it, uh, you definitely could have grabbed him then. Um, mm. I seen a tweet. I don't know who it was from. It was just from a random account, and they're like, um, "It." <laughs> The Knicks, not the Giants, were supposed to select the kid from Duke. Um, <laughs> and that could not be more true. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – that's. I don't know how I feel about that. For, for those of you that are not bright, we're talking about Zion. We are talking <laughs> about Zion. Um, next pick, Josh Allen. So this was uh, – this guy fell into the Jaguars' lap. Um was the fifth-ranked guy, a uh, guy from Kentucky who lit it up last year. Interesting fact, and I'm sure you've seen this because it was kind of over the place. A Josh Allen, a, a, a player with the name Josh Allen, was selected in the first round uh, by the seventh pick two consecutive years in a row. Last year was Josh Allen the quarterback for the Bills. This year it's Josh Allen the the outside linebacker um just weird coincidence but yeah a great player damn what a coincidence damn what a coincidence uh number eight tj hawkerson uh the the starting tight end at iowa they had two great ones last year goes there Ed oliver goes to the um buffalo bills a guy who's at the beginning of the year considered the first pick um and uh, and then number ten, uh, which was supposed to be the Broncos' pick, but they traded it back, uh, and the Steelers move up and get uh, from Michigan uh, middle linebacker Devin Bush, who I would actually I actually would have loved for the the Broncos to have because they need a middle linebacker. Um, but yeah, so Steelers move up there, and then kind of going through the rest of this, Jonah Williams, uh, real good offensive tackle um, from. Alabama goes to the Bengals. I like that pick up there. Uh, another Michigan guy, uh, Rashawn Gary, goes to the Packers. Uh, Christian Wilkins to the Dolphins. And uh, we'll round it out here with uh, Chris Lidstrom, uh, a guard going to the Falcons from Boston College. And in my opinion, the steal of the draft, Dwayne Haskins, 15th overall to the Redskins. I don't know how he fell that far. I, I don't. Uh, he got past. Uh, he got past. Uh, you know, obviously, the. I mean, the Cardinals were shit on Kyler Murray, but he got past them. He got past the Giants. Um, 
the the Raiders to some extent, um, maybe even the Buccaneers with Winston there. I mean, he got past some teams that need a quarterback, the Bengals maybe even with uh, with Dalton, and then the pick right before the Dolphins, or, or two picks before in the Dolphins, and he goes to the Redskins. And in my opinion, the Redskins um, got were just they had the best first round because not only did they get him, but they got another guy in Montez Sweat uh, who uh, it just fell as well. Him because of heart, he has some heart issues, but uh, yeah, I mean, they had a great first round. Um, and then my Broncos, so real quick, I just wanted to say my Broncos fell back to 20 and got Noah Fant, who uh, I know a lot of the Broncos fans at the time were pissed off because they thought that was a place they could have got Drew Locke. We got him later. Uh, I really like this pickup. The The Broncos have not had a uh, reliable tight end since Julius Thomas um, when he, you know, they had their Super Bowl years. Um, this guy is an athletic freak. Uh, and like I said, he was the number two. Iowa had the top rated, the top two rated uh, tight ends, which was crazy. But, um, but sorry, yeah. I just I just wanted to say really quick. Um, you mentioned the Falcons drafting Chris Lindstrom from Boston College. <sighs> so far, <laughs> so far, like I'm not really that sold on him. But I just want to say, like, interesting, really quick. He's like we're what 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 number are we on sixty three overall right now? Uh something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um so far he's the only guard that has been selected in the draft. The right. only only guard. Uh they they've had some like offensive linemen, but they've all been either um tackles. tackles all all been tackles or and I think there's only been one center taken or no, okay, there's been two uh centers taken so far. So I don't know. I'm a little. That's a little bit concerning to me, though. That makes me. Um, that makes me a little concerned because it make it, it makes me think that there's not a whole lot of good offensive linemen this draft, which yeah. for me as a Falcons fan is pretty concerning because the Falcons have had a very mediocre off- offensive line, with the exception of like Alex Mack at center. So I, I really, I really have like it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe if teams are just kind of sleeping on guards, or what they're doing, but it's you know we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see how how this plays out. But you know it, it's we're on we're on pick sixty three, and there's only been one guard taken so far. I mean, I mean, I will say he was he was the best guard, and he was. Uh, well, I'm sure he was. I, like, well, I, I know that doesn't mean much after what you just said, but I mean he he is a good a good pickup um and you know you can always have offensive linemen you can never have too much of them um well but... i probably i probably would have preferred well you you are right about that i i will say the um the falcons did need a guard but i thought they were going to wait until um later on but they um but they they didn't they didn't have any uh they don't have any second or third round picks i don't think which is kind of unfortunate. So maybe they kind of had to reach a little bit. If they had yeah. a second round pick, they may have just waited for him to fall. Then, right? Because I'm looking now, and I believe you're correct. Yeah, they they do not have a second round pick, and they do not have a third round pick. Yeah, you're right. So they probably had to reach there. Uh, by the way, the details on the Josh Rosen trade. 
Uh, they, uh, the Dolphins gave up a late second round pick for him, um, which is interesting. Like I said, with him being going as high as he did last year, like I said, I, I really hope Rosen does well. Um, got passed on by some teams last year in the draft and <laughs> now the situation, I know he's got a chip on the shoulder, uh, and is ready to play. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, kind of just, I just want to wrap up a few things here. Um, Patriots get uh, and kill Harry um, from Arizona State. I really like this guy, and obviously anybody you know that has Brady thrown to them is going to succeed. But Harry was actually a guy who was regarded as possible top ten, t- top ten pick um, at the beginning of the year, um, second best ranked wide receiver. Uh, I'm sure, like I said, and you know, by the way, I. We didn't mention this in the podcast yet, but I'm pretty sure it happened last week. Um, my man, Demarius Thomas, went to the Patriots. And all I got to say is take care of him. I love that man. And, He's in uh, good company. And, uh, you know, of course, fucking Patriots lose wide receivers and they stock the shows right away. Um, so so our current top is obviously we still got Edelman right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Philip Dorsett, obviously Demarius Thomas. Uh, Matthew Slater, also kind of an underrated guy who's still kind of there. And then, of course, our, our current draft pick. So, uh, a little so, more yeah, to the yeah. offensive machine there. Yeah, you know what's crazy, though? Only one uh, one white receiver. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I mean, you have to say it. It's the Patriots. Uh, my all-time favorite pick of this draft, though, is Rocky Asin. Goes to the Colts from Temple. Great guy. You know, he's he's going to work out. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, uh, a guy that fell big time, Juwan Taylor, uh, fell to the second round to the Jaguars. Jaguars had a good draft, too, or are having a good draft. Uh, offensive tackle there. Uh, had some knee injuries. At the, that is why he fell. Uh, but he was the 10th ranked overall and first in his position. Uh, and then uh, I guess we'll round it out with the Broncos, who in the second round uh, made a pick at number 41. And then uh, as we actually have the recording that I'm sure will get played at some point, but they picked an no, offensive no, tackle. Not at all. Not at all. They nope. picked an offensive tackle, and I wasn't happy about it. And then the pick after, they picked Drew Locke. After um, trading up. After trading up to the pick right after. So I'm like, they have to go there. Um, and, and they do, and I'm happy about that. Look, I mean, Joe Flacco is not going to be the answer and he's old. Um, sorry, Broncos fans, but I mean, he might do better than Case Keenum, but he's not getting us Super Bowl. Uh, and you have to get guys. Yes. Quarterback is the most, uh, important position on the field. So, um, I like this pick. Um, I was thinking that, uh, maybe they don't pick a quarterback this year and the hopes that they get one of the better ones next year, but I can't do that. I think you got to just go for it. They do that. And, uh, yeah, uh, I guess we'll, uh, one last thing. I, I did mention this in the podcast too, but Gritty Williams falls to the Browns, so the Browns make moves there. But uh, so far, a pretty a pretty interesting draft just because with everything going on, a lot of guys, you know, some guys that uh, like I said, Greedy Owens was another guy that was a highly touted pick in the beginning of the year. He falls to the second round. Uh, he was a second-ranked cor- cornerback, uh, and he falls to the second round. That's kind of a big deal. But uh, we will be watching for the rest of the draft because, uh, you know, there's going to be that steal at some point um, in the later rounds. Uh just depends on what team gets it. But uh, 
as for that, we will wrap up that segment. And uh, we will move on to In Case You Missed It uh, with our boy Brandy. Boy, it, it's it's hard it's hard to move on that easy. I, I I need a I need a breather after experiencing <laughs> that that uh, Josh Rosen Rosen train. Yeah. Um, but we'll try we'll try to make this quick. So We're officially into round three, by the way. Yep. So I I I, I want to be clear with what I'm about to say. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> you have to have a disclaimer. I, I'm fucking scared now. Okay. It, oh, no, it's not bad. Right. I okay. It's about event. It's about it's about Avengers. I'm not going to spoil anything, though. Okay. I promise. All right. Okay. Good. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, as you guys know, Avengers Endgame came out yesterday. It's like a really long, like three hour movie, right? Something like yeah. that. So crazy long. And what, are you? Do you guys plan on seeing it? Yes. I do not know. I well, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I've never really been into Avengers that much. I know it's a shock to people, but you know. I might right. be seeing it on Tuesday. Bobby, when when do you plan on seeing it? Tuesday. Tuesday? Okay. So I'm going to warn you guys. If you're going to go see Avengers Endgame, do not, and I repeat, do not go to LaShawn McCoy's Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, is he spoiling? Oh, yeah. He no basically shit. spoiled the entire movie. Wow. Why? Wow. Um, <laughs> So I, I I'm not gonna link the tweets. So you guys don't have to read it, but I am telling you, stay off of his Twitter because he he spoiled the whole movie. Um, was he live tweeting it or something? Like what the fuck? He he was basically saying like how he was really upset because something happened. Not gonna he say was what. upset because something happened. Okay. Uh, Wait, yes. so it was spoiled for you. Well, I'm not gonna watch the movie because I don't care. Oh, okay, all right. So. So I I I cuz I I heard this on the radio on on the way home from work and I'm like on the what? On the radio. Okay. Do, do I need to spell it out for you? <laughs> Ty, did you hear what I heard or no? No. Right, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> All right, never mind. All right, go ahead. Okay. So I heard this on the radio and I was it was like LaShawn McCoy just spoiled like spoiled the whole movie. So like I went on his Twitter and I'm like fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> So this motherfucker obviously doesn't pay attention. So I, so I, I guess why, why the hell, like, why the hell, like, would anyone do this? Like, spoiling like a really like huge movie like this is like probably the eleventh commandment. Well, okay. So I, I can see why. So okay, if he was going on and saying, "Oh, guys, by the way, this happened," that's one thing, and that's fucking stupid. If he's just trying to have a like have a conversation about the movie in general, then I can kind of understand because that's why I'm, I'm being very, very careful on social media right now. Cause I know people are talking about it and that's fine. I have no problem with people going on Twitter, Reddit, whatever, and talking about the film with spoilers. They, that's, that's what the forums are for. Yeah. But if you're just going on to be like, Oh, by the way, this happened, then you're an asshole. So, yeah. and, 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 I, and I, I, I just, McCoy, a guy with, I'm sure thousands of followers, if not a million, you know, I'm sure is not even remotely trying to have a conversation with anybody. And so. I, I, I just want to be clear. Um, like, this is a confirmed spoiler. Like, my, my girlfriend did confirm this. 
So did she see the movie? She saw the she saw the movie, um, and she saw the movie last night at like okay. nine o'clock in a packed theater. So wow. Uh, so she saw it and she confirmed to me that it is indeed a spoiler. So, uh, so I, I'm warning, and he has not deleted the tweets, by the way. Like they're still like up, and you him. can go check. I was so like, I follow him. So. I haven't looked at him, but I did see this on like Twitter moments and something like that. And like from what I've seen, and I could be totally wrong, I think it was like he was basically voicing his opinion. But a lot of people took it that he was trying to be an asshole to like spoil it because like what he was saying. Well, I, he, he I don't basically know. okay. So like the the thing that he spoiled, he tweeted about it three times, and but, even but like a, what was the word? And he even made a video. With, well, okay, if I say the wording, it's kind of going to spoil it. No, I know. Don't. But like, tell us. So was he? Was it just being like, oh hey, this happened, or was he like, holy crap, I can't believe it? Like, because those he, are two different things. He he was like. He was like in shock that something happened. Okay, I mean that's a little bit forgivable, but yeah, eh, it's borderline because, like I said, it's one thing if you're just somebody on Twitter trying to have a conversation about the film, that's fine. But it, you're Lashawn McCoy, you're not really talking with anybody who doesn't have at least five hundred thousand dollars in the bank. So, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I doubt that's what he's trying to do. So I, I don't really know what his intentions were. I'll try to give him the benefit of the doubt here. But this is for anybody who's watching now. Um, by the time this goes up, it'll probably be three days after Endgame launch. Please don't spoil, man. Like, yeah. come on. Like, this is give it a week. Literally, it. like, give give us a couple of weeks. I, I'm try. I, I think I'm trying to see it on Tuesday. I'm not quite sure yet. I got to confirm a couple things, but um, I think I'm going to see it on Tuesday. I am super excited. I really, really wish it would not be spoiled for me. Please and thank you, Tyler. Do you do you know like what I'm referring to that is spoiled? Um. I think or, so. or or did you like stop short of reading it? I, I think I did. Like I said, I don't I'm not I don't plan on watching it. I didn't like I said, I didn't read his tweets, but I've seen other people spoiling it, so I think I know it's I think I know at least, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And look, you can have an I mean he didn't do anything wrong. He well really it, if if you don't plan on seeing the movie, then I guess you can go on his Twitter and see what he tweeted out, but for everyone else, stay off until you watch the movie. <laughs> I mean this should, be, this should be away. This should be a general warning for everybody who is really excited and wants to go see Endgame. You really have to tread lightly on Twitter, okay? For the most part, I've been pretty clean because, one, most of the people, like, I follow, like, friends and stuff, they get it, so they really won't say anything. Most of the news sites that I follow, like, movie news and everything else, they're usually pretty good because what ends up happening is they end up just linking to an article, and I don't have to open the article. So... But if you're looking for like general reactions and stuff like that, like you're searching hashtag Endgame or something like that, uh, you're yeah. you're you're in trouble. Now you're asking for it. So, so if you are on social media of any kind, be careful. Maybe even take some time off until you've seen the film. Um, you know, so be careful out there. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. I know I'm the only movie buff here, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm on his Twitter now, and I'm like the video. There's a video of him like talking about it, and there's just a guy in a bucket hat in the background, and like looking through his <laughs> rear view mirror. And I don't know if it's a friend of his or something, but yeah. Well, he uh, said he said he went to go see the movie with his. So was it his son? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, but yeah, well, that's that's him. Anyway. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm watching the video now. Yeah, that's that looks like some random dude, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But because yeah, he I'm... tweeted out a video of him talking about, um, it, talking about talking the movie. About it. 
Yeah, well, the, it and like just well, the movie in general, and like he's in the car with his son, and then there's like a, a random dude like in the back of his car, just like blankly <laughs> staring into the camera. So that's that's. I mean, yeah, I will not yeah. be visiting his Twitter. So yeah, stay just stay off. That's all. Yep, I'm good. Thanks for the warning. I, I actually appreciate. I, I don't even think I follow him, but I might. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, it's like it, it's like so. Like you may want to mute him. Like okay, I will yeah. say if you go to his page and mute him, as long as you don't scroll down, you should be fine. Oh, by the way, reminder: in case you didn't know on Twitter, you can mute certain words that any tweet containing those words you do not see while you are signed in on Twitter. So you can That's literally great. mute Avengers Endgame or anything like that. Just yes. just for the or Thanos asshole. In case you heard about that. One, so. <laughs> yeah. So I am gonna go ahead. And <laughs> I am going to go ahead and mute LaShawn McCoy just for the moment in case any yep. of you guys do go on go on the Twitter. I, I would uh, just hope that you don't retweet his stuff on the Complay account. Oh, I, I never, never would. Oh, my God. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be putting us out of business already. <laughs> We're already. Uh, all right. Never, all right. Let's move on. Wow. <laughs> Nonprofit. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so more, more, more gaming news, boys. Uh, as as hey, you guys man. may have heard. Uh, PlayStation Five has been announced. Yes, yeah. uh, you know what? I completely missed this. Uh, so I don't know exactly like what I, I guess. I guess you could consider it Gen Five, but I, I don't know if it goes um, beyond that. But essentially, I'll I'll just call it you know Gen Five consoles. It or is whatever. one, two, three, four, five. I mean, well, I mean, I'm, I'm all, I guess I, I guess I'm also thinking of the whole. You know Xbox and uh, you know PlayStation. Yeah, no, Wars Xbox and all is that. special. PlayStation actually kept it numeric, so <laughs> it's like Battlefield. Yeah, um, yeah. No, you're not wrong. All right, so PlayStation Five has been announced last last week by lead system architect uh, Mark Cerny. Uh, this is according to GameSpot. Uh, Sony has now officially confirmed it as the next generation console. In the company's latest earning reports, Sony said its gaming division experienced an increase in development expenses for the next-gen console. But that's really all they had to say about it. Now, so that basically says, yes, it is coming. We don't know when it's coming. Um, there. But the thing, the thing is, is I wonder why they're announcing it this like right now because the PlayStation Four, like, it's doing quite, you know, quite good right now. So. so- so uh, yeah. I so I guess it's like why would they need to spend all this money to make a you know a next gen console when what the, what they're doing right now with PlayStation Four seems to be making you know just as much money. I mean the thing about it though is like I didn't even realize this till I looked it up. I'm pretty sure PS4 and Xbox One are coming up on either six or seven years being old. And, are like, they actually? Yeah, and that's essentially, you know, Sheesh. that's the lifestyle, uh, the, you know, because I think, I want to say I was in ninth grade when I got the Xbox One, which would be I got, I got it like a month or two after it came out. 2013, so six, and, you know, it's when the PS4, PS5 comes out, it's going to be about seven years, so. I, I got the say, Xbox One for being the first console I ever bought my own money. <laughs> <laughs> I, it kind of made me sad though when the the whole thing about PS5 came out because I'm like that means the Xbox is gonna make one and that means soon enough that the new one's gonna come out and they're gonna Actually, stop making old ones and then I'm not like I don't know if I'm gonna buy the new one like I don't know I mean I'd well, actually are them. they though because Microsoft has has for a lot of their other things especially Windows 10 like they've been going the route of we're gonna make one thing and then just keep updating it forever so I wonder. 
at that point, if um, they, they might do something a little bit different this time around. I don't know. It, it, it's strange. I mean, the first thing that has to happen, definitely what PS5 is going to do first is, I mean, and, and Xbox kind of already did it, and I think PS4 did too, is really optimize 4K gaming finally, um, since 4K is finally um, becoming the norm. Um, it's still got a while to go, so you know, I'm not surprised that the PS5 is still going to be at least a couple of years from now, or maybe even a year or so. So that's not surprising to me at all. Um, but I really don't know what else really needs to be in there besides that and besides a, an operating system update. I really don't quite know. That's just me, though. Yeah, I, I forget what the actual term is, but they were talking about, like, lighting for the games would be better. Um, like, I, I, like I said, I'm I think they're talking about um, dynamic range, which has to do with, um, like, contrast settings, basically. I, is what I that uh, to be honest, I don't know. I was watching like a video, and I and I can't really remember what it was. But basically, like they were playing Minecraft, like on this, um, like it wasn't the PS5, but they were basically saying like what's going to be in the PS5 is basically something you can get on like a computer and stuff like that. Like I said, I don't oh, know tech God. terms, so I don't know. It. But... <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I like how it took five generations for that to happen. Well, I, I was just gonna say basically it was just like showing Minecraft and like the lighting. And the contrast, it probably was that, because they were, like, doing the contrast, and it looked... It, honestly, like, part of it, it was Minecraft, and with the lighting, part of it almost looked real. Like, it, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> Is Minecraft out for their PlayStation? I didn't think they were. Well, it, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, they weren't showing it on the PlayStation. It was somebody playing oh. Minecraft on a laptop, or, like, a computer, that oh. has the same lighting Specs. settings okay. that would be on the PS5. Interesting. Okay. I was going to say, because I, I, Minecraft's a Microsoft exclusive. I mean, look, you're still not going to be able to mod Minecraft or fucking get texture packs that make Minecraft more real. You ever seen those? Those are freaking nice. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I'm i waiting for the... I've been an Xbox guy for quite a while now, so I'm waiting for what Microsoft has to say about it before I, I begin planning on which uh, console I'm going to end up getting. I mean, um, unless... You know, Brandy, you brought this up before when we when we started talking about it in our Discord. Um, how I almost went with the PS4 um, once that that gen console were coming out because at the time the Xbox One was doing stupid things. The main thing that I hated was the whole trading aspect that they put in originally, yeah. which yep. was beyond fucking stupid. Um, but once they kind of figured out, oh hey, uh, we shouldn't be doing that, I, I was okay buying the Xbox One, and I don't regret that purchase. So um, you know, I at feel the like moment. Just- I feel like just majority of people always go with Xbox. Like your friends always go with Xbox. You go with Xbox. I mean, I am. I will say I'm fortunate enough to have both. And like, it has more to do with the fact that like it's like what we grew up with. So it's like we want to, you know, we like we're loyal to to the base, you know. Well, that's the thing you say that, but that's not entirely true for me because I had the PlayStation One was my first ever system that I ever had. Followed by the original Xbox, then the PlayStation Two, and then the Xbox 360. And well, I, I mean, I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of this, I'm kind of the same way. The reason, so like, I, I was a PS1, PS2 kid, but mm-hmm. it was Zach that actually introduced me to the Xbox 360 because uh, I thought the 360, or sorry, it, the original Xbox actually. Uh, correction, yeah. um, I thought the original Xbox uh, had. Uh, had better games than the PlayStation 2 did at the time. Um, thinking, you know, thinking, thinking back, I'm like, you know, I probably had better better memories on the PS2. 
He could uh, play Halo. <laughs> well, he didn't have Halo, but he yeah. did have James Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I got really hooked on a James Bond, so I was like, dude, like I got to make the switch and like got to play with him. You know, being being like a what you know, eight or nine year old kid, mm-hmm. um, and right around that time is like when the 360 started coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Zach got an Xbox 360, and then I got my 360 like maybe a year later. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. I had a 360, but I didn't have live until like maybe like like eight or nine months afterwards because my mom my mom wouldn't want to do it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, okay, th- think think about th- think about what it was like back then. You know, the whole sure. you know internet. Um, you know, having to you don't don't want you know strangers you know to um you know come and mess with you and stuff like that especially at like a young age like i was like so i I know it took i i can't i don't remember how long it took but like i i had the 360 well before i had live like i know that for sure i mean Um, i had i was playing playstation 2 online which was a completely different fucking experience in case anybody didn't know, you, I did not know PS2 had online. Oh and yeah, I, and so I, and I had a PS2. So did um, so did the original Xbox. I never had online for the original Xbox, but the PlayStation 2 I did because I got the NHL 2Ks every year. So um, and oh my god, was it fucking atrocious? So this is how the online experience, at least with NHL on PlayStation 2, used to be. It would always be you go into lobbies, like think of like aim chat rooms is the best way i can explain this <laughs> so think of that that's what you would have to really enter to find a game and once you go in there it's like a fucking cesspool and then you're like okay search matchmaking and they get matched up and then you get put into another lobby and there's like a you're waiting for the game to start which takes like a couple of minutes and there's another chat room and i would get cursed off constantly <laughs> i remember one specifically where uh I played this the Flyers and I got fucking manhandled by somebody. I don't even remember what team they're playing. As we go back in the chat, it, it takes us back to the chat room, by the way, like to the, the game lobby. And he's yeah. talking a bunch of shit about the Flyers. And I go, and this was right after we signed fucking Pronger. So I literally said, can you say Pronger? And he goes, can you say fuck off? And left. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was my experience with the PlayStation 2 online. And then once I got the 360, the first thing I did was make sure I got live and my dad helped me with that. And then it was... For me and my parents, it was, okay, look, yeah, you can play online, just don't be a fucking idiot. So, you know, play with your friends, but don't worry. I, honestly, I think the I first game I put in was Halo 3, and I played with you and a buddy we used to play hockey with. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I trying to think back, and I, and I can honestly say, like, it might have... <laughs> it was a long-ass time, I feel like, before I had live. But I, like, I want to say, like, a few years, but that might be off, but... yeah. Anyway, no, I mean, look, I it's going back to like the original thing. Um, I, it, like I said, it is kind of a little sad that like, because like I said, I feel like the Xbox One, it's 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 been out for a, like in terms of tech life a while now, but like I still feel like it's new and stuff like that, and I feel like soon enough, I mean, both systems are going to be replaced. But um, I mean, that's just the way it works, and and it'll obviously get bigger and better, but with that. You know, you're buying a whole new four hundred, five hundred dollar system. I will hope by the time that they get released, I'll be making a career myself at that point. Like honestly, though, like what, uh, what do you think the the starting price point is? Like, oh, it's got to be four. 
I was gotta be four. I, I was gonna say five hundred, like four ninety nine. I was gonna say five ninety nine. Like it, I feel it, like it depends. That much. It really depends. I, I well, here's the thing. I feel like because a lot of people are getting computers now, they they have to make it somewhat competitive. True. Yeah. So they might end up lowering the price a little. But I mean, I mean, I'm no businessman, but I would think they have to stay a little bit competitive. So somewhere between four and five would probably be a decent price. And if that includes 4K gaming, which is still not totally optimized on PC yet. They might be able to to steal some sales pretty easily. Yeah, I don't, I, that's, that's the way I think about it. That's the point. Yeah, I don't think about it. But yeah, um, I don't know. Look, I guess looking forward to the next gen consoles, but at the same time, a little little mm-hmm. sad just because. Yeah, uh, I mean, here's oh, the I thing, though. Know. Here's the thing, though. It's it, it, this won't be as as difficult a decision. I feel like this time because you know I went with the Xbox One last time because. I mean, we had a huge friend group, me and Tyler did, on the 360. I mean, and Brendy as well, but I mean, a lot of our home friends that we had. So we were only a couple yeah. people on the PlayStation, so we chose Keep in mind, one. I did not know Tyler back then. No, he did not. No. Uh, I think you played with him once on Black Ops 2 Competitive, but that was about it. Um, right. Anyway, so we had a lot of friends on the Xbox, so everybody bought the Xbox, and then everything died. <laughs> Yeah. Like because of the party system not being totally what it is, and just I don't Dude, know. Dude, the parties every... when when the when that when the console was first released, the parties were so awful. Yeah, yeah. they were. At this like, point, I've talked to more Georgians on Xbox Live than New Jerseyans. If if you could, quite honestly, if if you could uh, connect to a party back then, like. You better not leave because you're not getting yeah. back in. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh my god! And my favorite was like whenever it'd be like, "Oh, I can't connect to him because he's the host." Yep. Like, oh my god. And that's no kind of issue. Sometimes, like, it's not as bad. Well, but I mean, like, I'm I'm just dealing with internet issues over at college because they have certain ports blocked. I can't even go into party no chats sense. here through my PC like I usually can. Come on, D three college. Come on, uh, dude. I mean, listen, the internet is pretty decent. For, for a D3 school, but the fact that I could never play World War II, nor could I get into that frustrated party, me. that frustrated me too. I, and I, I, sp- I asked about that one, and they gave me this whole long-winded answer about, oh, we blocked certain ports for certain reasons. If the game supports, I'm sorry, you're fucked, kind of thing. So, but with this, it seems to be the same because, I mean, you guys saw it. I mean, I use the Xbox app because I have everything routed to a soundboard now, and it would work back home, but. When I'm here, it just it doesn't. It just it kicks me out after a minute, and it doesn't make any sense. It's like it thinks about it, and it's like ah nah, I don't want you here. Leave. Yeah. So I don't know, but cool. Uh, good yeah. to hear. Start hearing some news about next uh, next gen. I mean, we'll have a lot to talk about in the next few months, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's exciting. But let's go. Well, ahead that's the rumors. Be careful out there. It's gonna be yeah. a fucking cesspool. Yep. All way. right, and uh, now we're going to move on to the NHL segment. Uh, Zach will be joining uh, us uh, on the show, uh, me and Bobby, and we will talk about the first round of the playoffs and preview the second round. Uh, so that is coming up right now. All right, and now we jump into the NHL portion of the podcast. A uh, lot to talk about here. Probably one of the craziest rounds of NHL playoffs, uh, maybe ever. And this is um, just the first fucking round. Yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. I mean, we had all the uh, division leaders out um, in the first round. You had all the wild cards going through. Uh, like I said, the craziest podcast I, I've yeah, the craziest podcast, the, the craziest, craziest podcast, podcast, craziest ever, podcast you ever been on. One of the craziest podcasts, <laughs> craziest playoffs ever. But let's Absolutely. start. 
let's start with probably the most surprising. Definitely the most surprising, actually. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets sweep the Tampa Bay Lightning after a historic season. Um, after falling down 3 nothing in game one as well. Dude, that uh, they, is a giant shit stain on that record. Like, oh my god! Yeah, the, well, pre- the president's trophy don't mean shit. I mean, yeah, I mean that it's uh, you know, at that point, I mean, like the the season they had. I mean, they had what six? I think they had sixty three wins or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. then you go out and four. Come on. Um, let, well, let, for, forget the forget the fucking record in the president's trophy for a second. I mean, their offense was playmaker city. I mean, fucking mm-hmm. Christ, that passing is like inhuman. Like it's the type of shit you would expect from like a superstar, like AI in NHL, <laughs> like that. It, it was stupid. It was stupid. Like it, it, uh, it wasn't fair. I, 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 I cannot believe this happened. I really clearly can't. it was pretty fair. <sighs> God, I mean, like I said, one of the one of the greatest things. I mean, cheap code. Well, let's let's start off, like I said, with game one because you, I remember, you know, kind of. Looking at the score for this game, I wasn't watching it, but I was just watching, you know, keep an eye on the score. And I see like three nothing Tampa, and I think it was after the first period, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, okay, so this is going to be that kind of series. And then, like, I think I was like playing Xbox or something, and then like I look back at the score, and it's four three in the third period. Like, what the like, what the fuck just happened? Um, and then that kind of was how the series went. Uh, game two, Columbus blew out Tampa, and uh, you know, game three, three one win, and, and the fourth putting up a seven spot. Um, like I said, one of the uh, let's let me put this out there. You know, Columbus is a wild card team, but they're also a team that got stacked at the trade deadline, um, and had they had this roster for the whole year, maybe could have gotten the the second or third seed in the in the division um but i mean what they did to tampa I, nobody should have been able to sweep tampa um and this happens and if, my favorite thing now by the way is that tweet that they put out um that's being meme now it's like I, I now I'm like forgetting it, of course now that Just i say apologizing it. for getting swept <laughs> it, it was exactly <laughs> that it was like we're not. We know you're not happy. Like I forget exactly what I was. Like I said, but um, find that real quick. I want to read yeah, it. Out. Bo- I was gonna say, but if Bobby can find that real quick, I'm, I'm looking already. Yeah, give me a second. Like I said, it's been mean the fuck out of. <laughs> like every team that's lost since Tampa has put that out. Like like uh like their fans have put that out after. Um, but like I said, Tampa. <laughs> there's no other way to put it than they should just be disappointed in themselves because you can't have a season like that and then get swept um, by a uh, while. So I, this is the one you're talking about, right? We don't have any words and we know you don't want to hear them. That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that one. So uh, tweet at 9.56 p.m. on April 16th. We don't have any words and we know you don't want to hear them. We understand your anger, your frustration, your sad. This is like the breakfast club right here. We understand your anger, your frustration, your sadness. <laughs> everything you're feeling we get it this isn't the ending we imagine it's certainly not the one we wanted thank you for being there the entire way i like what uh some of the responses is coming from sports australia they they put up some of the res- responses and someone said i mean honestly you could have just written i'm sorry i can't don't hate me on a post-it note and it would have communicated the same vibe yeah um I, that uh, that is honestly like i said my favorite <laughs> my favorite can the giants ever. just retweet this for the odell trade or how does it work <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, like I said, uh, a series that you would not expect to happen. Um, I mean, right off the bat, you look at the stats. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky, a Vesna candidate. Uh, with Coach a Cooper, I don't feel so good. <laughs> uh, Vasilevsky with a .856 percentage in that series um, after the Vesna-like like season. And that kind of summed it up for them. And their points leader for that series was... Um, I, for, I don't even know how to say this man, uh, guy's name. I forget now. It's, I think it's Eric Cernak or something like that. He's a defenseman. Uh, he had he led the team with three points. Um, so that just says how it is. With, the, with a team that they have, it's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, you know, question, is this the, I don't know, how, I guess the biggest series choke job in hockey, I, like all time? Be- because I think it is. Yeah. Like, God damn. Like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> you just kill a dog, you no, fucking sack fuck of shit? You? What is wrong with you? Like, I heard what? a squeak, and I just not a lot of the good things happening over there. <laughs> I didn't even move, and my dog just freaked <laughs> out, dude. You, you, uh huh. That's what they all say. That's fucker. <laughs> fucker. Um, we're, what? we're going right. We're going right through that. Boy, we apologize. To uh, the, uh, we need to cut that out. No, no, no. We're going with it. Let's go. Let's fuck yourself. Yeah. Thank you, Burndy. Uh, <laughs> um, let's go to the next series, which was also a sweep. The New York Islanders silencing a lot of critics uh, with a with a sweep over the the playoff a playoff Penguins team that has been very successful for a lot of years, um, and and they just manhandled them. Mm. <laughs> um, after I mean we I we talked about the Islanders uh I it was a while ago but we were talking about how good the season was for them yeah it was me and Bobby on the podcast and and just you know obviously everybody is saying after they lost Tavares uh this off season that they were going to be down there with Ottawa uh, I think I even predicted that I think I said they were going to be second worst in the East and what they've done this year. Um, especially uh, a really good feel like a feel good story. Um, Robin Lanner, the goaltender for the Islanders, uh, it's well documented that last year when he was on the Sabres and throughout his career, he was dealing with some mental health issues, uh, alcohol abuse, stuff like that. And the Islanders gave him a chance and he is playing out of his mind and he has all year. Um, his current save percentage uh, is 0.958 in the playoffs uh, and just, an incredible season for him the regular season as well. Um, but yeah, the, you know, Islanders are an uh, extremely great defensive team and uh, they showed it this series. Pittsburgh only scored uh, six goals in four games. Um, and, and that was, an, I mean, you, you're not going to win a series like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I mean, I I don't think anybody expected this. I, I think uh well I, I shouldn't say that. Because they were the higher seed, but I know I think uh a lot of people did have the Penguins winning just on the merits of of you know, the past and and how they did in the playoffs, but yeah, that's a that's a hell of a job by the Islanders for sure. That uh, fucking pens are falling and I, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I mean this can you know 
talk about another time, yeah. but as the play, the Penguins playoff uh, or the I, I was going to say Stanley Cup window, which is hard to say since they won two cups recently. But this is just the end of an era with them. Um, you got Phil Kessel potentially leaving over the summer. Um, you know, yeah, obviously you're going to have Crosby and, uh, and Malcolm there forever, but um, mm-hmm. some questions on the blue line and. You know, Matt Murray having an up and down season. I know he's dealing with injuries for a lot of it, but um, you know, you see what Flurry has done with the Knights, <laughs> and <laughs> obviously, you know, at the time of the expansion draft, Flurry was much older, and Murray has got got you two cups by that point. But it is interesting because uh, you know what, like I said, what Flurry is doing with Vegas, but. Yeah, it's, uh, like I said, great series for the Islanders. Um, and uh, as we record, they are in a series now with the Hurricanes. And uh, the Hurricanes, they take game one, but you would think that uh, that's going to be a very defensive series and one that they could potentially win. And then you see potentially seeing the Islanders in the conference finals after the year, the off season they had would be absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, that is for that. Uh, the next See your series... pens, you fuckface. <laughs> the next series, uh, the defending champions out uh, in a game seven overtime uh, Out victory. against the team that has not made the playoffs in 10 years. So the first question I got to ask is... Do you feel I'm, the fucking storm coming? Is, uh, and I know we kind of talked about this off show, but like... The Hurricanes win the Stanley Cup final. Like, does Don Cherry just like? I mean, he dies. He finally has a heart attack yeah. and dies. He finally has, that's <laughs> I, it. It's over. I, he's I gonna mean, fucking well, lay himself out. <laughs> he's an older guy. I don't want to say really? it like that. Don Cherry's like like eighty. Yeah, I know. I'm being I'm being sarcastic there, bud. I know, but I'm. Yes. I was I was putting eighty five. I was putting the point across that I don't want to be morbid because I mean this man could drop dead any fucking day, but hey, <laughs> if this if the Hurricanes won the the final, God man, obviously what we're referring to is uh, Cherry calling them a bunch of jerks. I need to get uh, that sound clip. Yeah, but you know what? Like how they've embraced it this year is uh, really awesome and. <laughs> Great series. Uh, one that was back and forth. Um, you had the home team winning every game up until game seven. Um, and, uh, you know, some you had some close games and then not some some blowouts. There was a five nothing game and a six nothing game in there. Um, but pretty good series. Um, I, I got one question I got to ask, and this is kind of unrelated. But, you know, the Caps have had a before last year were considered with the Sharks, like one of the teams in the NHL that always choked. And after I seen, um, you know, after they were eliminated, uh, you got the people on Twitter that like, oh, guys, it's okay. Like we won last year. How do we feel about that? Because like, I'm like, every year is a different year. You got to go in and your goal is still in the Stanley Cup or championship for any sport. Like, I don't like that. Like, I just want to, I know it's kind of off tangent, but I just wanted to see your opinion on it. Well, it's, it's, it's just not as special this time around um, is, is usually the thing, right? Um, Ovi finally got his cup, so there's really not much of a story with the, oh, here comes the good team again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to me, you know, I know it's a constant comparison between Ovi and Crosby and Crosby having multiple Stanley Cups, Ovi having one, but to me, it doesn't matter. Ovi's 
legacy is cemented. It doesn't matter. If he gets more, it's just icing on the cake at this point. I would love to see him get more. I mean, the dude, the generational talent that you're never going to see ever again. But, it, 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 you know, at this point, it, 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 the, the big story right now is Carolina. So I'm sure everybody's rooting for Carolina uh, this time around. So it, it, that's just the kind of the fan mob mentality. I do have to say, Caps are going to be in an interesting situation next year and uh, next couple seasons. So, um, Brian Holtby is now going to be a UFA uh, along with, I believe, uh, who else? Uh, Alex Ovechkin's got a couple years on his contract, but he's uh, going to resign unless, um, you know, the Olympics. So, <laughs> oh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, so that, there's a couple of things. We talked about this previously with yeah. Ovi wanting to play in the Olympics and the NHL still not letting that happen. So it sounds like he'll go back to Russia if uh, they don't allow the Olympics at any point. But there's a lot of contracts that are co- that are up and are coming up. So uh, going to be interesting. Brayden Holpe is especially the big one. Uh, I, I don't think he would really go anywhere. Not that I can think of no, off the top I of my mean, head. Uh, no, I mean, he's, but, the, he's the guy there. I, I, he, I think we're paying say, out the ass for him, though. I mean, he's already making 6.1, so. Yeah, he'll be... If I I would say he would probably be around eight on the next contract. Maybe yeah, he's he's more. about to be thirty years old, so he's still got some time left. Yeah, but Alex Ovechkin with a pretty good shrug in the first round, nine points and obviously seven games, and uh, still showing it. Like we mentioned, one of the greatest goal scorers of ever. Um, mm. But yeah, some questions there for sure. Um, and as for Carolina, look, I mean, they this was a team that has been on the fringe of playoffs for a long time, um, and finally, you know, get in and and uh, look what they do—they upset uh, uh, the first seed. Um, uh, so yeah, good for them, and uh, we'll see what happens in this next series with the Islanders. Uh, and we will finish off the uh, Eastern Conference with the Toronto Maple Leafs and Boston Bruins. Um, man, <laughs> I, I feel so bad for. Toronto I'm pissed fans. about this one. I'm really mad about this one. Yeah, like it's it's um, you know, this is now three times now that the Bruins have eliminated the Maple Leafs in Game Seven. Um, <laughs> this is the third straight year that they've been eliminated. Or I'm sorry, that's not true. They lost to Washington two years ago, and I'm pretty sure that was game six. But regardless, I mean, they've had some heartbreak, uh, and they just can't get past this uh, this giant in Boston. Uh, and now you'd have to say, at least in my opinion, Boston is now one of the favorites, um, especially with the East being the way it is. Again, not taking anything away from the other teams, but I mean, the East now is Boston, Columbus, um, Carolina, and the Islanders. You would, you know, on paper, they look like the favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting. You know, <laughs> I know a lot of people still, uh, especially with the antics in the second round, still upset with the uh, dirty play of the Bruins in a couple situations. Uh, Marshan always, obviously, in that. And even Chara was. Uh, involved in some stuff game seven but yeah this is, been uh, quite an asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was not taking shit game seven no. but uh but no i mean this is uh this was again a very physical series and uh man the leafs in game seven just seen the fall apart freddie anderson had an amazing year and amazing playoffs and let in a few qu- and i they were off turnovers so give it that but questionable goals and jake gardner last year the player for the maple leafs that everybody basically shunned i think he was a minus five in that game last year 
another poor performance from him in this game seven. Uh, and he's coming up on a UFA and will probably not be there next year. So um, very interesting there. Tuka Rask had a, had a very good game seven. He was very solid and, and uh, just a good playoffs for him overall. But, um, but yeah, not really. Um, yeah, it's Boston. It's what you expect. They're, they're, they're the team that's like they always come in a strong favorite. I don't. I, I still don't think they're good. they're going to be taking it all home this year. But they're always that teams like you kind of expect these kind of wins out of them and these kind of series out of them, like the rough and tough kind of freaking skin of their teeth type of BS. Lot, I don't know. A lot, yeah, a lot of questions being asked of the with the. I mean, uh, Mike Babcock. Um, there was a lot of stuff being said about him because, you know, Austin Matthews, uh, arguably your best player on that team, uh, only got 20 something, I think it was like 20 minutes or 22 minutes in a game seven where they were trailing. Um, and there's a lot of questions about that. Uh, and you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of questions after, um, again, this heartbreak. Um, I think, uh, one thing that, Needs to be considered in this series uh, for the second year in a row is the actions of Nazem Kadri, just uh, so getting him so suspended for the whole series. And, you know, he's a very good third line center. And I'm not saying that was the make or break point of this series, but this is the second year in a row where he's got him so, so, himself suspended in a series, in a playoff series with the Bruins um, and his temper, you know, being a problem, so uh, maybe some uh, there will be turnover. I think with the Maple Leafs because um, now all these guys that um, have been superstars, uh, young superstars, are now coming off their entry level contracts and need to get paid. Um, Mitch Marner being one of those guys, um, so somebody's got to leave because the salary cap is not going to handle all that. So, um, like I said, a lot there. Marner is definitely staying, but it's the other players, which, like, um, a guy that I think a lot of teams would like, uh, Kasperi Kapanen, son of um, Sammy Kapanen, flyer, yeah. uh, former flyer. Um, he's, you know, he's a, a really speedy guy and a guy that, uh, you know, a lot of teams would love to have, and he might be on the move. Um, you know, you got um, – you know, just a lot. Of, again, that whole team is so young. So, yep. you know, eventually they're going to have to get paid, and, and that'll be coming up. But uh, yeah, again, like I said, heartbreak <laughs> uh, for the, for the Leafs, and I feel bad, you know, for the Leafs fans because you know, and I, you know, I will say they give a lot of shit out to other fans, but you know, they've been getting also a lot of shit too. So, um, disappointing for them, but they will uh, obviously be, you know, a favorite next year and you know hopefully they can put the pieces together sometime soon but uh we will move to the western conference now uh we will start with the dallas stars uh another wildcard team uh going through on the national predators four to two uh ben bishop really showing um really showing himself this playoffs uh currently after you know this is currently uh after the first two games of the second series and the first round he's sitting at a 0.938 save percentage and uh they're getting contributions from everywhere they got their leading goal scorer is a as a third liner for them so um they're getting a lot of scoring uh for the preds this is tough because um you know they were so close uh just a few years ago 
Uh, and, you know, they loaded up. They got, uh, you know, Simmons at the deadline and, and made a couple moves, but they just cannot get it all together. I mean, it's the same thing, as I said, with, the, you know, the, the Lightning. Their leading goal scorer uh, of the series was – he had three goals, but Rocco Grimaldi. I mean, that's a fourth <laughs> You know, you, you, got, you need your big guys to step up, and uh, yeah. just it's just tough for them. So, so can I ask a quick question? Mm-hmm. Are they the new Wild? Well, in terms of what, like the like first round, like uh, like every single time they're the strong team, they get into the playoffs, and then they just completely lose it in the first round. Now the Minnesota Wild have a long reputation because they've done yeah. this for so many years, but Nashville's starting uh, starting to follow that same path. It seems like so. I mean. I, I think this is kind of an overstated thing, but it is true. The the NHL is so competitive. Um yeah. and you know, the the Nashville Predators were the one seed and face the stars and you know, on paper, like stats wise, it was very it was very even. Um there wasn't much uh, between the teams and that's that's the one seed versus a wild card. I mean that that's you know, a big thing. So I and I've said this before too, I mean every Every team in the playoffs has a chance to win. All 16 teams will have a chance to win, and uh, it's unfortunate uh, for the for the uh, for the Preds. But I, I mean, I'm sure they'll be back next year, right up in the there in the Central Division. But yeah, like I said, just a, one thing I need to mention. Holy shit! What the fuck is the Nashville Predators power play? Yeah. Um, I need to find. I forget what it is now. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they. Yeah, they had a zero power play. they did not score one power play goal that series and i'm pretty mm. sure they had like 23 chances um that's unacceptable so uh that they, that's something they struggled with the whole year um they were in the bottom of the league uh the whole year and, and i continued through the playoffs that was one of the reasons they got simmons was like you know maybe to help that out but obviously it didn't <laughs> um so yeah, like I said, it's a tough pill to swallow. And now for the Stars, uh, they play they play the Blues, and um, that series is tied one one, going uh, to Dallas, and uh, they got the home ice advantage. Come home, I miss at, you. Stars were looking absolutely incredible against the Blues today, man. Like they, yeah, they were not letting them get a single chance. Dallas is good, shots dude. On goals. Dallas, Dallas is a team that. For like the last few years, they've also like been a team that should make the playoffs and haven't. And this year, they finally made it. And like I, but like they're a team that I could see next year or maybe even the year after, like either being the one or two seed in the Central. Right, like and the Hurricanes are hungry for something, man. <laughs> the, I mean, look, Dallas has got uh, the, you know the, the big guns and Jamie Ben and uh, Tyler Shagan and on defense Klingberg. Like they have the team to do it. I would not be surprised. Yeah. And they're finally getting, you know, Ben Bishop, a guy who was is kind of bounced around in his career. Um, he was he was great in Tampa, and then bounced around after that. Uh, he's finally found himself, and um, you know, goaltending. Uh, speaking as a Sharks fan, I mean, the year that the Sharks got to the finals, Martin Jones carried us there. There's no <laughs> no other way we should have got there and that's sometimes all you need in the playoffs so um they're a team that i'm definitely looking out for i will say the blues also like you know we're at the point of the year where there's only eight teams left so it's hard to say this but like that's a tough matchup for both teams because it's both two teams that are extremely hot had a good end of the year 
um, especially the Blues. Uh, but some something has to give, so we will see there. But here we go, Zach. Sorry we have to do this to you, but St. Louis uh, goes through uh, 4-2 the series in a uh, – Man, this was a heck of a series. We had the late goal with like 15 seconds left to win that game, and there was a lot of you know some controversy uh, overall. All controversy. <laughs> Why well, say that? And I knew. <laughs> you know, it was kind of I remember who we're talking to here. Yeah, but uh, St. Louis won the first two games in Winnipeg, and and I'm like, damn, this is you know I I, I had the Blues advancing but I, I did not see them winning the first two in Winnipeg and then Winnipeg comes back and wins the yeah, they're winning the second two. Yeah. so it was just a weird series um, and in the end the uh, the home teams didn't fare well um, St. Louis with the only home victory uh, in game six so uh, what's your, I, I guess I'll just ask a kind of a plain question. I mean, what's your reaction to this after the Winnipeg Jets kind of had a, I don't want to say a, a bad run at the end of the season, but they kind of stumbled in a little bit against a hot blues team. And so what's your, uh, what's your reaction to this series? Well, it seemed like they, they definitely played well the entire series. I mean, Jordan Bennington was just a fucking incredible goalie during the series. Yeah. That tends to happen to the Jets where we just, out shoot getting great chances the whole series and they just can't they just can't get past the goalie in such certain situations like that's been their downfall in the playoffs at least for the past two years yeah i mean unfortunately for them um that, that talk about a crazy division like the the jets had a chance to be the wild card at the by the end of the season they get to the two right. the two seed but that's not an easy match. No matchup's going to be easy in the playoffs, granted. But like I said, the, the Blues were a team that around Christmas were dead last. And they had a unbelievable second half to get to where they are. Uh, the hottest, easily the hottest team going into the playoffs. Um, and and you mentioned Jordan Bin- uh, Bennington, um, a guy who... <laughs> Kind of, he came out of nowhere for sure. I drafted Jake Allen in fantasy this year, and that was a fucking mistake. <laughs> um, this guy is now up for rookie of the year. He's one of the finalists for the Calder. Just came out of nowhere, and you know, again, just carried the carried him to the to the playoffs, and and now is doing really well. So uh, it's good for him too because he was a guy that's been in the the system. Uh, he was a highly touted prospect for the Blues. Um, but he's been in the system for a while, and it looked like it wasn't going to work out. But here he is, and uh, doing well. But what do you, uh, what do you foresee for the Jets next year? Again, in that very good Central Division. Uh, I mean, I think they'll just continue to build. I mean, they. Do, I mean, they've been really looking good the past three to four seasons. I mean, especially coming out of Atlanta and being able to build a team <laughs> that can make the playoffs consistently. You know. Mm over a few years. Yeah. I'm happy with it. You know, I think they could, they could, they're definitely a contender for the cup in the coming years. I mean, they've been playing just incredible. I can't be too upset about the series just because I mean, St. Louis, like you said, you know, about how sharks and Vegas, Vegas was you guys tough, toughest team. That yeah. was St. Louis for us. Like it was yeah. just going to be a tough series and you know, they came out on top. So we're a team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, that, that's 
the the Blues came in hot, and um, I, the the Central Division is just absolutely insane. There's no way around it. I mean, there there's you know, f- the five teams that made the playoffs are arguably all Cup contenders, and then you have teams that on the outside are looking in. But even if they got in, like I wouldn't be surprised. Like I mean, the Wild are have kind of fallen from grace, but like if they got in the playoffs next year after some improvement, I wouldn't you know even go past that but yeah it's just it's just absolutely um it's just how the playoffs are man i mean they it was a really good series and like i said a little bit of a little bit of controversy and a couple late goals helped the uh the blues go through but um a really good series there and then going to the pacific um just what the fuck happened to the calgary flames um after (laughs) After a year where, look, I mean, the the Flames fans have been frustrated for a long time, and and they came out and were the best team in the West, and you know, four <laughs> one to the Avalanche after winning Game One, four nothing. It's looking good. They lose four in a row and lose a series. And poor Mike Smith, this man was, you know, left out to dry, essentially for this series. Um, just nothing, uh, nothing for the, nothing happening for the Flames uh, against a Colorado team that is is, uh, in my opinion, one of the closest things to modern NHL. A really, really fast team um, with, you know, hot and like hot and cold goaltending is how I'd put it. Like I feel like they had um, Philip Grubauer uh, came in and. You know, he, he he took over at the at the second half of the season, and got hot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's like I said, tough for the Flames and their fans. Uh, definitely a really good season for them. But you know, you know um, what I would say about the Flames? You know what I would say about the Flames? They got extinguished. You're absolutely fucking right. <laughs> um, Original. <laughs> I mean that was just too easy. That was yeah. Lot. Oh my god. Alley oop even. Alley oop. Uh, but uh, <laughs> not like to, I, Wow. Okay. Um. No, nothing much to add here. Uh, you know, because I, this is actually the one series I didn't get to watch a, a ton of. Um. But yeah, uh, just a uh, a really good series for the Abs, and now they move on to the second round and uh. In my, my first line. Yeah. <laughs> and in my opinion, and I'm not saying this to be biased, but I think I, I would hope you guys agree. This the series of the playoffs so far. San Jose and Vegas. Um wait, wait, I, before you start, Ty, I have a little present for you. Uh hope you're ready. I, I think I think you'll enjoy this one, I promise. Okay. That felt good. That, you know, that I needed that. Yeah, I know your fists are in the air. Don't, don't fucking lie to me over there. So, uh, <laughs> so what a series, huh? Um, I, you know, I'm excited to talk about this one. I'm, I'm you know, I'm pissed. <laughs> so, you know, I, I haven't said much because unfortunately I've been busy. I haven't been able to catch too many games, but I was able to catch overtime of this. And I'm, I'm, I'm so pissed because Tyler has been saying, on discord this whole series like oh my god it's fucking scrappy series of the year and i just oh yeah just from that overtime 
He's absolutely fucking right. Oh my so, god. So I would say either this. I, I would definitely put us ahead. Uh, like this series or the Boston Toronto series was easily the most feisty. This got fucking like real bad though. This like, is playoff uh, hockey. Yeah, this is you know I. The Sharks have been around for 29 years, and Vegas has been around for two. Uh, and and you know the Sharks have had great rivalries with LA and Anaheim, and that everybody thinks you know the LA Kings and the San Jose Sharks. That's the rivalry right there. This is the biggest rivalry the Sharks have right now, easily. Not it's not even close. In two seasons, uh, they have two playoff series against each other. Um, and a lot of scrappy games in the regular season, it's not even close. Uh, especially now with the what we will get to, the controversial call. Um, it's even there's just more uh fire there. Um But going through the series, San Jose, uh first game wins five two, looked pretty good. Um Martin Jones looked uh solid. Um and he was the big excuse me, the big uh question mark this series because he had a very he did not have a good regular season at all. Um he was below uh a nine hundred shape percentage for most of the year. Um but with the way San Jose scores, they somehow got to the second seed in the Pacific. And then all oh, hell broke loose. Game two, <laughs> three and four all go to Vegas. Uh and games where Martin Jones could not stop a beach ball. Um, I've said this multiple times in Discord chat, but he literally could not stop anything. Uh, it felt like every shot Vegas was taking uh, went in. Game five, uh, game two, excuse me, they went five three. Game three, six to three, and game four, five nothing. And at that point, I'm like, well, this is another disappointing season. I mean, I should expect this. I'm a Sharks fan. This is bullshit. Um, and then have you tried being a Falcons fan? <laughs> I have not, but yeah, uh, please do not speak on disappointment. <laughs> but I, I definitely don't want to. This league is a joke. Um, but uh, game five, San Jose comes out solid game, wins five to two. And after the game, Tomas Hurdle, uh, a young star for the San Jose Sharks, in a post game interview, goes. Uh, I'm excited because this game will go to Game 7 because we are the better team. So they go to Vegas for Game 6. And in a a, a game where Martin Jones, uh, there, there's – what a, that was a, a crazy game. I can't even get it out because that's how good it was. Um, ends up making 58 saves in a 2-1 win for the Sharks on a goal by Tom, uh, Tomas Hurdle in double overtime, shorthanded. Um, and, and that, and from that point on, I'm not going to lie to you. After that game, I was like, game seven is ours. No chance we lose that game. Uh, like it, it'll be an easy win. Uh, I'm like, we got all the momentum came back from three, one, it's three, three. We're going home. No chance we lose. Uh, it didn't exactly work out like that. Totally. <laughs> um, but, uh, in game seven, um, the game of the playoffs so far. Vegas jumps out to a three nothing lead uh in the game and it's not looking good. They get a goal early, they get a goal in the second and a goal in the third, um with uh three minutes into the three minutes and thirty six seconds into the third period. Uh, on a I won't say a questionable goal, but it was a shot that we needed stopped. 
And I'm like, at that point, I, w- I was so deflated. I, I was just like, oh, God, I just was so angry and frustrated. Um, and then the the controversial call, uh, we have face-off in the, in the offensive zone. And Cody Eakin uh, steps in to take the draw against Joe Pavelski. And Pavelski wins the draw. And Cody Eakin does something that a lot of guys do when they lose a faceoff. Um, they'll cross-check the guy, like, basically in the chest. Like, it was, like, I don't know why they do it, but it's just something that hockey players do. Um, you know, they'll just cross-check a guy if they lose a faceoff. Like, a light tap. Basically. Um, well, what ends up happening is Pavelski loses his balance. Um, gets hit sideways by Paul Stasny and falls so awkwardly uh, on the side of his head. And right away, you could see from you know the camera angle that they have the tel- the TV broadcast, uh, just blood on the ice. Um, and you know, like Tyler sent a message. He says, "Oh my God, he's dead." <laughs> I literally, I it was literally, literally his he, message. He he was not moving, and I'm. They were saying also that he was like kind of seizuring a little bit. And I uh, I literally I'm... thought he was dead, and um, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm not even being like over dramatic. I seen that on the replay, and I almost teared up. Not because of like it being a shark or something, but it was scary, man. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Even... the way he fell, what like it shook me. <laughs> you could, like, I mean, you could walk, go back and watch a replay, and even some of the Vegas players are like, "Yo, this is not good." Like, yeah, you okay. So yeah. W- what ends up happening um, is Cody Eakin gets, after discussion by the referee, he gets kicked out of the game, five minute major. I will say this off the top: as a Sharks fan. Was this the right call? Absolutely not. Um, I will say this though. Uh, this is kind of you know this has been my thing. Three things. Number one, you cannot. I don't care how if it was the worst penalty ever. I don't care. You cannot let up four goals in four minutes. I know everybody's saying that, but it's true. Um, number two, your PK is supposed to be set for these playoffs. You know, by the yeah. way. Number two, you are up three one. You had a chance to win game five and six, and you know. Seven, for that matter. And number three, which I know a lot of people, Urinating Tree, who we always refer to, mentioned this, which I'm happy he did. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're, we usually call him God around here. <laughs> um, game two, that was the game that Vegas went up 3 nothing in the first period. And then San Jose proceeded to score three goals by the end of the first period to tie it up. Uh, well, there was a controversial goalie interference call. Um, that should not have been goal interference uh, when the strike scored. And not only did they say the goal did not count, they called it a penalty. And within seconds, of course, Vegas scores on the power play. Uh, that was a terrible call. And I'm not saying that this ju- – I, I guess I am kind of saying that this justifies it. But, look, I mean, it, it's the playoffs. There's going to be bad calls. you got to fight through it. Like I said, I don't care how bad the penalty is. You cannot let up four goals in four minutes. I, I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, that's like 28 to three bad. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> real bad. Um, so Might be worse, honestly. You know, we have uh, our cap. I love, by the way, that you're gatekeeping getting blown out, by the way. I just want to point that out, Zach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, by the way, so like there's a seven minute span um, in game time between this the third goal by Vegas and uh, the the injury, and uh, like I said, I'm absolutely deflated. I, I like I'm at the like just I, I want to like basically turn off this game, and um, 
I'm literally texting the chat like I'm texting Zach. I'm like, f- like I'm like gonna fucking kill myself. Don't take that serious. But Jeez. but I I was just very frustrated, and this this happens. And you know I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, five minute penalty. Like it still doesn't matter. They're not winning this game. Logan Couture scores six seconds in the power play. I'm like, okay, that there here we go. They come back down the ice um, less than a minute later. Tomas Hurdle scores. I'm like, okay, like we've got something going on here. And then a little over two minutes later, Logan Couture scores to tie the game. And I, I, I've never been on such a roller coaster of emotions. Um, and I'm like, holy shit, they actually tied this game. Um, and then you know, 28 seconds later, Kevin LeBanc puts them ahead and and I, I, I could not believe it. I, I I literally so I was FaceTiming my girlfriend at this time and I I've said this over and over. I really, really, really wish you recorded it because I, I I was jumping up in the air yelling, Holy fuck, they actually did it and while then realizing that there is six minutes left in the game and then automatically going into show shock because now I'm like, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm sweating. Uh, sweating? Uh, but I, before we move on, I mean, are we all in a, like, are we all agreeing that that was not the right call? I mean, look, maybe it was a penalty, but not a five in a game. Um, I think the referees panicked. Well, what happened? I, I, I mean, I think it was more nobody seen it, and then they're like, "Oh my god, there's a guy bleeding on the ice," and yeah. they kind of seen part of it, kind of thing. I mean, look, I mean, we have—I know it's overstated as well—but we have the luxury as fans to watch it back in slow motion. It's a fast game, um, and I'm sure what he's seen was because it, it, it was like a—it it was not a vicious cross check in the chest, but like it was like a a fast cross check. And, like, he maybe thought he got him in the face. Um, like I said, I call that, you know, I'm not going to complain about, but. I'm with you. I think it was it was the wrong call, but it it was a scary situation. And I, I wonder what if there would be any hellfire for not making that call, even though it was, are we calling that a clean play? <laughs> um, not, well, not a I, five. Not a five. I, look, I mean, I. I give him two it, for cross checking. Yeah, I, I think you give him two. I mean, look, it, it's a it's a situation where it unfortunately was just a freak thing and it ended yeah. in a really bad result. Um, by the way, just to also mention, fucking Vegas fans, there was a goal in this game as well that was by Cody Eakin, of course, that <laughs> was controversial as well. So, like, I, I'm just thinking about all these things now. The NHL has admitted that this is the wrong call. They actually called George McPhee and basically apologized, um, which is the worst thing you can do because uh, that gets out on social media and everybody goes bonkers. But um, and, and one thing to note as well, and I think this is a little cruel because, like I said, how fast things happen, but um, that crew who was refing that game is not refing in the second round. Um, basically, they're almost for lack of a better term suspended um and we'll basically see if we see them again (laughs) um but uh, but yeah so 
I know this is taking a while, but I want to explain this because again, this was a roller coaster of emotion. So, yeah, no. um, you know, a minute and a half left. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, like, uh, there was, I think it was three minutes left. Martin Jones made an incredible windmill save. The place went crazy. I'm like, we're actually going to do it. And then with 50, I believe 56 or 57 seconds left, Jonathan Marchessault scores. And my heart sunk to my feet. What a fucking move, uh, by the I, way. I, 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 I almost wanted to cry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, you've got to, like, you cannot take this away from us, like what we just did. Um, we go to overtime. And after a double overtime in game six, where I was shitting bricks, and especially after what happened, I, I was. I was spent. I was like, like I said, my emotions were all over the place. Um, a lot of close chances for both teams throughout the, it was a really good overtime. A lot of good chances for both teams. Vegas um, almost scored on a puck that squeaked through Martin Jones and just went wide. Um, but basically to keep the overtime short, uh, Eric Carlson walks in, um, catches Vegas. This is defense flat footed, gives it to Barkley Goodrow. Um, he he makes a sweet move uh, around Mark Andre Fleury to win the game five four, and and like I said, that place th- through that whole comeback and that game winning play uh, game winning goal, I've never obviously I'm not there, but like hearing it through the TV, that place has never been louder. Um, and, and it's it was just insane. Like I said, I I didn't even know what to say. I was going crazy. You know, it's funny like that overtime goal i was like so exhausted from what happened in the third period like i barely like not that i barely cheered but like i was not as excited as i would have been had that not happened because i was literally like just so nervous the whole time um but hey man look props to vegas uh that this is gonna be a rivalry for a long time and i wouldn't be surprised if it's one of the best in the nhl it's chippy it's it's nasty. Um, you know, Ryan Reeves and, and Vander Kane had a bout during this this round, and you don't really see fights too much in the playoffs. Um, it, it's it's nasty, and like I said, I you'll never. I I don't know if you'll ever see a comeback like that in hockey under those circumstances ever again. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad it was my team that did it, but I. I feel for you, Vegas fans, in a sense. Um, I mean, it's a tough. It's your moment. second year, grow up. Yeah, that, that's it. like, come on, like every team has gone through this. Especially, it doesn't this matter, dude. Blowing a lead like that is fucking. Yeah, no, it, hurts. it doesn't matter what year you're in. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I mean, I was oh, so Vegas. I can't year. wait till you're in your first rebuild. I can't wait. <laughs> I was I so like Vegas last year. When they made the finals, because I'm like, it is not fair that you've been in this league for one year and other teams have gone through fucking everything and they haven't won. You know, teams haven't even made it to the finals. Um, one thing I did want to mention uh, for Vegas is Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty had uh, a hell of a series for them. Uh, two guys, uh, even Paul Stasny, uh, all three of them. Um, three guys that they got uh, through Fredenshi last year and trades. Vegas is still stacked, man. Oh my. God. Yeah, they they really are. Um, and Mark Stone uh, had six goals. Uh, Patriarty had five. Uh, and Mark Stone 
uh, with 12 points overall and uh, Pacioretty with 11, which still leads um, the league right now um, in terms of points. Um, you know, good for him. And look, the other thing, it's so it's really, really, really hard to hate Mark Andre Fleury, but when he's wearing a Vegas jersey. It makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I mean, that guy has been through it, it all. I mean, there was a time in his career where he was known as uh, sort of a choker in the playoffs. But he's an incredible goalie and, and made some saves at this series that just should not have been made um, and did the same thing last year. Um, like I said, I'm excited for this rivalry. Um, I could see another playoff series next year between these two teams, and I would not be mad because it, it is some of the best hockey you will watch. So first game Red Bull season that these two end up meeting up, are, you think we're going to see some action right off the bat? Yeah, probably. By the way, I don't know if you guys seen it, but last night in the game against the Avalanche, the Sharks got a four-minute penalty and yeah. killed it off. And yeah, yeah, yep. The Sharks <laughs> Twitter, the Sharks Twitter, uh, tweeted out. Oh, so you can kill a f- I, like they said something like you can kill a four minute penalty, and the replies to that were just dude. Yo, San Jose is getting a little chippy over there, man. They're getting, <laughs> they're gonna have a fucking championship because I bet you they're still being bombarded with. Vegas fans being like, "Oh, we would have won if we didn't get oh, that five minute major." For, yeah, Boy. for sure. You lost, and like, you lost like it was just a miracle moment for San Jose. They fucking rounded everybody up and just fucking killed you. I don't know what so, else you want. So the the tweet was, "What do you know? You can kill off a four four straight minutes of power play time." Uh, that, that tweet had one thousand six hundred and seventy replies to it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a lot of a lot of not so happy. Um, Knights fans there, but hey, man, like I said, great series. <sighs> that God, that series took so much out of me. <laughs> that was that was. I such feel a like series. I feel like that series for you is exactly what the um, twenty twelve Flyers and Penguins series was for me. It, like it really the whole the the chippy two teams, the close games, the blow, even the blowouts and the miracle endings and everything like that. Like I keep saying over and over again, I want that's the Flyers Pen series on DVD. I will watch that yeah. Yeah. over and over and over again. I'm sure you would do the same with this. This is just one of those things. I, I've probably rewatched this in the past three days, 10 plus times. Yep. Not even kidding. Yep. It, it, it's like just watching them, the reaction after the first goal, Logan Couture scores, he goes, that's one. Um, It's, it's, been said that uh on the on the bench jumbo uh joe thornton said um hey like you guys go out there and get three fucking power play goals was his exact words and yep. they got four so um it's awesome and like i said the the, the reaction it, 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 i don't know if there's a better if there's any, been anything better in santa de sharks history and i know they got to the finals and and had some moments there but this this is insane what happened but uh yeah uh one thing i do want to say too is uh, you know i hope joe pavelski is okay he's listed as day today which i think is generous um they said that he had a chance to fracture his skull and thankfully didn't um a guy that 
we're gonna need if uh if we want to you know win the cup but uh, at this point i'm like take as long as you need to recover because that that was scary um he, but, he might want to he might be dying to get up and get back on the skates as soon as he possibly yeah. can uh, i wouldn't blame him if he did and uh martin jones it was nice to see you in game five six and seven um <laughs> his goals again i i put this in the in the chat his goals against or i'm sorry his save percentage went up 0.5 in game Jeez. six alone <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but uh he's, su- uh, he, uh, he's such a weird goalie I, I love him i love I, him. I know you love him but it's it just looking at numbers for him he's so odd like uh like I just, even when he was doing bad, I'm just like, I want you to, to succeed so well. And like the give San him a pound Jose, in the, ass, the, 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 the San Jose fans on Twitter are like, whenever he does bad, they let him know about it. Like he, they are very. There's a lot of Sharks fans that don't like Jones, but he, he's a quality goaltender. He's just very streaky. But uh, we are going extremely long here, so let's get quickly to the um kind of just not a. Not a preview per se, but looking at the second round. So we got Columbus and Boston, uh, Hurricanes and Islanders, Dallas Stars and the Blues, and Sharks and Avalanche. Um, as we record, uh, the uh, Boston Bruins, they're actually playing right now um, against Columbus, and I don't know what the score is. 2-2 two, two going into the third, 12 minutes okay. left. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> That series up in the air, but Boston right now won nothing. Carolina won nothing. Sharks won nothing, and St. Louis and the Stars tied one-one. Any uh, any predictions for this? Who do you think uh, who do you think goes through um, from these from these games? We'll start with the uh, the Boston series. I, I have Boston going through, and yeah, like I got Boston. Seven. I got Boston in six. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I've got the Sharks going through. I, man, I, I do too. I will say, like I said before, the Avalanche are a really fast team, and that scares me a little bit. But uh, I think you look, have more depth than them, though. We we look. There was visibly like I I thought we were gonna lose last night because it, it, they were visibly tired. Um, and av- the Avalanche have been sitting for seven days, and after what just happened with the Sharks, like you know. They were tired, but they won. I'm just a little bit concerned about that. But I have the Sharks. Uh, in the the other game, I have I have the Blues going through. I think that game has the potential to go to seven. Um, it's so tough though. The, the Stars look so good too. <laughs> I, I I got I got Stars in six, but it's going to be a tough six. Like... I, I I will say I think that this series right here has the potential to be the best one of this round. Oh no! I I actually got Carolina and Islanders doing that. I'll be honest. Who do you have in that series? Because I'm undecided. Uh, I if Carolina can stay streaky, then I got them going. But if you know, you know, Islanders are just on a whole nother spectrum right now. That I just I I can't even pin down why they're good. I really can't. <laughs> like you know, you, there's always on any team. There's usually always one thing that you can point to. For why they're good, you know, it, there's a reason the Penguins are so good. There, there's there's Crosby there. There's there's the reason Colorado made it this far. It's because of their first fucking line. Um, I the only thing I can point to is behind the fucking bench. 
I mean, their goaltending, like I said, was and Le- Leonard, there, yeah. but yeah, but no, Barry Trotz, um, how the Caps let him go is beyond me. But all right, uh, if I'm gonna, if all right, I'm if I'm gonna go for it here, I will go. I'm gonna go with Carolina. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and give them the benefit of the doubt here. I want to see him uh, start rolling here, just because I don't want I don't wish death upon anybody. But seeing Don Cherry <laughs> during a Carolina playoff run, but it'll definitely be seven games. We all know Zach wants Carolina. <laughs> he just he wants hockey in the South, boy. Zach's campaigning for the Canes to win the cup. Yeah, yeah so. I want the I want them good old boys to win. So so <laughs> as the uh nominee for campaign to win the cup for Carolina, what are yeah. you gonna bring to the NHL? <laughs> what I like how Storms. this is like Yeah, the storm surge. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know Red for me. Next. <laughs> are you bringing beer? Uh, I was gonna say shotgunning beer. Pabs blue ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> Pabs blue ribbon. Blood light. <laughs> The champagne of beers? You bringing that that fucking garbage that you drink? That would be Miller High Life, sir. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm still listing off. Um, I don't uh, know. Absolute Ribbon is the number one Southern beer that will be brought into the NHL. If the Canes win. You could just drink out of your own swamp water, and you call that the best okay, fucking beer in no. the South. <laughs> That's disgusting. You ever um, had Ice House Edge, my friend? Ice? I don't even think I know what that is. I don't. Even, I don't think don't. I've ever seen that before. I'll be honest. It's eight percent and it tastes like ass. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me at eight percent. So um, if I had a prediction for this series, I'll say Islanders and seven. But that's right. that's that's a tough series, right? Too. But uh, yes, we will be going through as uh, the playoffs go on. We will, of course, be updating you and giving well, our takes and stuff like that. Real quick, can we do a quick bracket check? <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I, saying, I'm surprised you haven't said anything yet. I'm like, well, what the you know, fuck is he going to say something? I, I feel like I was given it to you a little too much. I didn't want to go. No, over the go top, ahead. So. No, so, I deserve the heat. Give me. So, uh, me and Bobby are doing a bracket with a few friends. Um, you know, of our of our real life friends. I, I, real life. That makes fucking sense. Um, <laughs> our close friends. We do a fucking podcast over the internet. Yeah. Um, but. Basically, what I'm trying to say is we're doing a bracket challenge, and Bobby Bobby struggled. Um, struggled so much that he went 0 for 8. Can I Can I just for – let me let me go through my – I mean, obviously, I had the other guy in every single fucking series. But yeah. I just – seriously, it, there's nothing wrong with this fucking bracket except that hockey happened is what I keep saying. Like – like Ugh. I was, it's it's and his final was Tampa Bay Calgary. I mean, it's the two top teams, but uh, you know you got Winnipeg in, in the conference finals and Capitals. Like I had the Capitals in the conference finals. It's not like he was making dumb picks. No, uh, <laughs> like honestly, like if you made the correct picks for what happened, I would have said it was dumb picks before it happened. But yeah, that's no. just how the playoffs have been. This is the type of shit you would roast because like, oh, it's just somebody who just threw everybody team in there because they like the Leaf logo, like that kind of that kind of bullshit. I like, will say our friend um, picked like he, he picked Columbus to win like and I don't know why he did it. Did he actually? He he picked the Canes to win. Oh my god. Uh, he picked uh, that was the two teams. He had the Sharks going through, so you know he he's uh <laughs> I don't he's know, special. But, he's a certain type of special. <laughs> but no, look, I mean, uh, that 
I can't even blame you. It's been yeah. <laughs> absolutely insane. Uh, my bracket is oh doing God. okay. Uh, of course, I have the sharks. Must running. be nice. Um, <laughs> you, you, you know what's funny about you? Every single year, I you tr- <laughs> well because you tr- every single year you say the same exact thing, almost word for word. Like I am gonna try not to be biased. And you end up picking the it's sharks hard. anyway, and then you try. I know, and I don't. And, and on one hand, I don't blame you, right? But then, like, my favorite thing is when you make two brackets. Like, you have one where it's like, okay, I'm gonna try and <laughs> get the sharks out in the conference finals, yep. maybe yep. In, in seven. By the way, and then <laughs> and then the other one's just sharks win in, in in four in every single fucking series. Like that that is not true, but I <laughs> I will say it is true that I will make two brackets and have the sharks winning and having one where they don't. You are not uh, good at accepting loss, sir. Good luck in life. Nope, not at all. Um, I mean, I have two of my four conference final teams are intact. I have San Jose and, and the Blues in the conference final. Uh, on the other side, I have the Caps and the Lightning, which I'm sure a lot of people had. Uh, so I'm not upset about that. So, but, so, uh, yeah. so why don't we do our new bracket here? Like, who we got now? Who well, are I mean, who? I, I we kind of went through it, but I would I would say, th- for me I would have the same. So I would have the Blues and the Sharks, okay. and then like if I really was making a bracket, I would yeah I would say Boston and Iowa. So I mean I know it's, um, like they're all the favorites there, and mm-hmm. after what happened in the first round, maybe I shouldn't pick that way, but I, I really think now we're getting down to it. Um. You know, yeah, my final four would be that. It would, God, it would be so fucking weird to see the Iowa's in the conference final. Like, I can't get over. I can't. That. No, neither can I. And <laughs> nor, nor, nor do I want them after all or the answers Carolina, they pulled this or year. Carolina. Or Carolina. Like either. Of them, it's gonna be weird. Even Boston Columbus, Carolina, like. Bro. I, I think, I think Boston is the only Eastern <laughs> Conference team that I'd be like, eh, yeah, I kind of yeah, expected. Exactly. It. Yeah. Like Columbus would be a little weird. Uh, Carolina and New York would definitely be weird. Even the Western Conference, which, I mean, I've trashed the Western Conference all season, but, like, you wouldn't be a surprise. Neither would Colorado. Dallas and St. Louis, maybe. I don't know. It's it's, it's a strange fucking year for hockey, dude. Like, uh, I don't even know how we got here, man. At this point, you're my favorite right now. Like, I'm picking you guys. I I think the Sharks are... I, I think Probably you're statistically the, the best team. I think yeah. you're statistically the best team. I mean, honestly, it's going to come down to to goaltending again. Like if Martin Jones continues how he's been playing, I think we're that we're well. But I mean, it could all also turn around. Um, but yeah, I would say the right now they're the they're the remain they're the highest remaining seeds. So if they they will have home ice throughout the playoffs now, um, which will help. But, exactly. What are you um, doing? But yeah, uh, what is he doing? I, 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 he highlighted the St. Louis Winnipeg series in our rundown sheet, and it, <laughs> what is he doing? I thought he was going to delete it just to try and act, act like it existed. <laughs> you know, this never happened. Um, <laughs> nope, no, fucking Jet, nope. Winnipeg Jets, who? I don't no, know. Who Winni- Winnipeg, who? Go Thrashers. Uh, I mean, hey, man, there's always next year. Yeah, as every sports fan ever has ever said. Every time it's my team gets to the playoffs, I'm like, "Oh, we'll probably get to the first or second round, but uh, it's probably not going to go well." They had us the first, <laughs> not going to lie. That was really funny. All right, let's uh, let's wrap up because I think our whole show now is looking at like about three hours. That's uh, fine. 
I want to give some quick advice to sports fans. Uh, uh-huh. Lower your expectations and you will be happier. <laughs> uh, th- that is the wise words of Zach. And I, I, you know. Actually, no, fuck you. Just get, it, get it, as involved with the team as you possibly can. You bleed every single color, including their alternate jerseys that see, they've ever had. See, here's the problem now. I'm so emotionally invested into the Sharks at this point. Like, there's no going back. Like... I just, I, 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 I'm not kidding, and I, I am dead serious. The day they win the Stanley Cup, I will cry. I yep. am serious. I've said the same thing about, I say the same thing about the Flyers. As soon as the Flyers hoist that cup again, I'm crying like a baby. So, like, dude, I was like, like, it, it's just you get so emotionally invested, and mm. and you know, you spend so much time and your heart, your money, and uh. And at the end of the day, it's sports, and you have no control over the outcome. But and that's... hockey's such a long fucking season. Like, if you're having a bad season, you're having a bad <laughs> yeah. season. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's tough. So I will be happy to see the Sharks hoist one up. Hopefully, and this is yep. this is, I think, in my opinion, their best team. So hopefully, for my sake, they will. But a lot of playoffs to look forward to. Uh, Colorado is not going to be an easy, you know, easy nope. one for us. And, nope. uh, and then from there we'll see. But, uh, like I said, I've said this over and over again, I could see any team in this and the final uh, eight here w- lifting it. And that's just hockey. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let's wrap anything. Yeah. Let's wrap up the show here. Uh, it has been a long one. And like we said, uh, in the previous part, it'll probably be that way, um, forever. Uh, but especially, you know, with, we had a lot of stuff coming up, um, NHL playoffs, yeah. NBA playoffs. Yeah. This is the thick of it right here. Yep. Um, and, and draft stuff as well. So it won't be long uh, till, uh, till it's been one year, by the way, uh, a couple more months, I think. So yeah. let's I keep think, an eye yeah. out on that. I gotta, th- I gotta go check that out. But yeah, so All right. let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, if you uh, would like to contact us, as always, we're on Twitter at Complay Network. Um, we, uh, you know, as we said before, we're on a little hiatus, but we look as especially now with uh, school being over for me and Bobby. Hopefully, uh, a little more activity uh, and the stuff will calm down. Um, you know, school is uh, investing, so we will uh, keep that in mind. But yeah, uh, like I said, if you would like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter. If you liked the video, please give it a like. If you uh, if you really liked it, subscribe um, if you haven't already. And uh, we will be back uh, for episode 25? 25? 25. 25. 25. 25. I guess I'm the uh, 24. <laughs> <laughs> 25. <laughs> But until then, we will see you next time. Good pressure. <laughs>